McKenzie and McCurdy. And the quarterback, Conard, fakes the option dive, pitches it out left side, and here comes McKenzie into the secondary. And how about one run? 20-10, touchdown. Alma answers right back. Tonight, it's round two of the Class D1 playoffs in Alma as the Cardinals host the Palmer Tigers. High school football on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Second down and two, Alma at the 27-yard line. Hand off to the back and Kindler. He'll go to the right side, 20, 15, 10. Get into the end zone. Touchdown, Alma. From 27 yards out, Caleb Kindler will take it in. After an amazing comeback at Hemingford in round one, Alma looks for their first back-to-back playoff wins in school history. Palmer's unbeaten and looks for their first quarterfinal appearance since 2009, when they made it all the way to Lincoln. It's the Cardinals and Tigers coming up next, but for this new Tech Seed pregame show, we'll take you live to Alma with Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from Alma. It is time for round two of the state high school football playoffs here in D1. A beautiful evening for football, perfect field conditions, and the undefeated top seed in the West, Palmer, taking on the 7-2 Alma Cardinals. As you heard in the open, Palmer defeating Amherst last week in fairly convincing fashion, as many figured that they would. And for Alma, they made the five-hour bus trip out to Hemingford, fell down over 20 points, and closed the game with a 44-32 victory, outscoring the uh, Hemingford Cats by 22-0 in the fourth quarter to pick up the victory. Everybody looks sharp. Now we'll see if the game is sharp here tonight as these teams try to advance on to the quarterfinals, a place that Alma is not all that familiar with, so they would love to be able to get that done here tonight. There are a few games that have already kicked off and a couple that are almost in the books. In fact, the number two seed Creighton has eliminated Tri-County today. They just continue to score in bunches, 76-33, to and that's the only D1 game that got underway early today. In D2, it is in the first quarter, and Twin Loop leads Garden County 24-6. At halftime, on the breeze, 94.5, it is Blue Hill 35, and O'Neill St. Mary's nothing. Number one seed in the D2 East, Osceola leads Fall City Sacred Heart at the half by a score of 22-12. to 12. So those are some of the early games going on today in the Class D State Football Playoffs. We'll have more on the New Tech Seed pregame show right after this. Banner Capital Bank has been serving the Southern Valley area for over 125 years and is very proud to support the local athletes and coaches in and out of the game tonight. See Banner Capital Bank for all your financial needs. We invite you to look at all our products and services and give us the opportunity to show you what we can do to assist you in your banking needs. From personal to business, we are the bank you can trust. Best of luck to the Alma Cardinals from everyone at Banner Capital Bank in Alma. Member FDIC. 
Harlan County Health Systems and Heartland Family Medicine in Alma would like to invite everyone to the Hospital Foundation fundraiser. Saturday night, November 7th, starting at 6 p.m. Come tailgate at the Alma Country Club, cheer on the Huskers, and be a part of a silent auction. Enjoy games, heavy appetizers, adults only. Tickets are available at the door. For more information, go to the Harlan County Health System Facebook page. Harlan County Health System and Heartland Family Medicine in Alma. Your county, your health care. Close to home. Doug Duda along with our producer engineer Ed Smith getting you ready for high school football. As we said, Blue Hill and O'Neill St. Mary's right now on the breeze, 94.5. And the two teams that have beaten Alma this year will face off tonight at 7 o'clock in Elm Creek as the Buffaloes take on Medicine Valley, and that'll be on ESPN 1460 on 1550 AM. It'll be Game 7 of the World Series. It's just the next night and a very busy week with postseason volleyball and football going on. Tomorrow night, we'll have the D24 Volleyball District Final from Kearney High as Red Cloud takes on Elwood. Neither team has ever made it to the state volleyball tournament, and they are guaranteed that one of them will break that streak tomorrow night. That's at 7 o'clock. Of course, Alma's playing Ansley Litchfield tomorrow night for a trip to the state tournament. That's at Kearney Catholic, and the Blue Hills playing Fullerton tomorrow night in Class D. We'll get into more of that here in a little bit. Friday's football here on Classic Hits. Kearney High is at Omaha North, and Kearney Catholic is at Wahoo on ESPN 1460. And then on Saturday, the Kearney Catholic volleyball team looking to get back to the state tournament. They've been in six consecutive state finals. They'll have to get past Arlington in the new format. The district final against Arlington will be at Seward High School Saturday at 1 here on Classic Hits. But tonight, it is eight-man football. It is the undefeated Palmer Tigers against the 7-2 and two Alma Cardinals, and we will hear from the coaches, Nate Glaus of Palmer and Isaac Frex of Alma, right after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Undefeated Palmer on the road to take on Alma tonight, and pleased to be joined by the uh, head Tiger himself, Nate Glaus. And, Coach, uh, we were joking a little bit before, uh, wrestling season's right around the corner, but it's okay to keep playing football right now. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'd like to keep this thing going. I think the wrestlers on our team would like to keep it going, too. They said they, they have plenty of time to get their weight down. <laughs> well, one of the things when you just pick up and look at Palmer for the first time, and we know what the kids are doing, but you don't have a lot of kids on the roster. There's not a lot of depth, uh, and, and you have probably been able to build a little bit of depth because of the bigger wins you've had this season. But how has that played out throughout the year as far as getting depth and, and having to play these kids a lot of plays? Um, we have been very fortunate to where we've been able to get a lot of our younger kids in. Uh, we usually play about 11 of our older guys, and then we do rotate in uh, three other freshmen that chip in on special teams and then various situations. But, yeah, it's been a big plus where you get that big lead and then those younger guys get more game time. Nate, what was it like when you saw the schedule come out and you were working in the off season? Because let's face it, the first three teams on your schedule were no pushovers. They've been traditional powers. Uh, definitely, yeah. Uh, coming into the season, I think we kind of looked at it and we were hoping, you know, maybe we could go six and two this year because we knew we had Burwell and High Plains on there, and we know that they would be very tough teams. And then we had a couple other teams on there we thought would be uh, toss-up games, and so uh, our guys really stepped up this year, played well, did a lot of things in the off season to get themselves better. So it's really helped out a lot. Well, we talked about it at the time, and I'm sure it raised a lot of eyebrows when you did beat Burwell. What was that like, and what did that do for your team? Uh, I think our kids are on a high for about the whole next week. Uh, it definitely gave us a lot of confidence. Actually, the the week of preparation for that, we had no problems. Our kids were very confident. You know, we watched game film on them. We thought we could match up all right with them. Um, you know, they were just confident because they played them in junior high, knew a lot of the kids, and 
knew they had a good shot to get them. And, uh, you know, they just put it together that night and had a great game. Nate Glaus, the head football coach at Palmer, with us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Nate, you kind of make it easy for a radio broadcaster. If we mess up, we can just throw out the name Rhymers, and we're probably going to be in pretty good shape. Yeah, you're, that's a pretty good bet. You say <laughs> Rhymers or Don Chesky, and that'll cover most of the team. Tell me a little bit about your offense because uh, I think Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth, but obviously Caden throws the ball around a little bit. What do you look to do offensively, and what's been most successful for you? Um, we try and stay about 50-50 on the pass and run. Um, we have a lot of weapons. If they try and take one or two guys away, that usually doesn't work against us because we have many weapons on the field. You know, there's about five or six guys out there that can throw the ball, catch the ball, you know, run the ball. So we're very fortunate in that aspect. What do teams do to try and shut down the Rhymers boys, and, and has that been effective at any point throughout the year? Uh, really, it hasn't been that effective. You know, they've been able to shut down a couple of our receivers now and then, but they haven't been able to shut down the two Rhymers. You know, Caden does a good job distributing the ball, making good decisions on the option. Uh, Hunter, we move him around a lot, so it's hard to really pinpoint where he's going to be at from play to play, and that's uh, really been advantageous for us this year. How long had you known that you'd be able to kind of spread it out and, and do what you're doing with this group? Um, we kind of knew that because the last two years we, we kind of struggled, and we almost had to do that in order to move the ball. And last year we knew we could do it because, you know, we played some really tough teams, and we did get blown out, but we were still able to be effective on offense against those teams. It's just on the defensive side is where we struggled. And that's been the big difference this year is our defense has really been playing well. Nate, what about that line up front? Uh, we see what uh, Alma's able to put up there, and sometimes when you spread it out, it's because you can't just run it right up the middle, but it looks like they've come along for you too. Um, yeah, like our line has done a good job. Um, we rotate four guys up there. Armando was uh, injured earlier in the year, back during the Burrow game, and then he just got back last week, and we were able to rotate him in, so that's really helped us out a lot. But those guys do a good job. We pass just enough where it kind of loosens up the defense, and it makes their job a lot easier. Uh, use a lot of misdirection, a lot of option where those guys can, can double and combo and do different things up front. The team or the program, it's been a little while since you've been able to go deep in the playoffs. Uh, do the kids get a sense of that, and what's the community like this week? Um, it's been very exciting. Yeah, the last time you know, we went really deep, we got to the semifinals, I believe, in the fall of '09, And some of these kids remember that. You know, They were in elementary, and they went to a lot of those games, so... Um, a lot of them do remember that, and they, they really enjoyed the fact that we were able to play a lot of games that year, and, and they could see us doing that again this year. We're talking with Palmer head coach Nate Glaus. Uh, kind of ironically, the first game of that 2009 run was was against Alma. Uh, that's true, yeah. And, um, you know, they do a lot of the same things. They have the same coach and doing a lot of the same things. In fact, their personnel looks very similar with their nice size and, and their speed in the backfield. Tell me a little bit about what you see, because if you look at their film the last few weeks, they've been banged up, especially with their running backs, who, of course, switch over on the other side to linebackers, and that built them some depth. Uh, what concerns you about Alma? Uh, I think their line does a nice job, and then their tailback, uh, he's very elusive, uh, very quick. Uh, you know, he can, he can go around you, or if he needs to, he'll try and go right through you at times. So it's a big concern. We're going to have to really do a good job of swarming the football. You see this as a higher-scoring game. Uh, I mean, in eight-man, sometimes you put your backups in and that score in the fourth quarter can get up there. But your defense has given up a few points, and Alma's defense has given up a few points. Yeah, it could be that way. You know, we might have a hard time of stopping their run game. And then I, I definitely think they'll have a hard time of stopping our spread offense because uh, there'll be mismatch out, mismatches out there that we can take advantage of. But, you know, I'm sure they're looking at it that way with their big offensive line where they might be able to take advantage of our D-line. 
last minute with Nate Klaus, Palmer head football coach here as they get ready for Alma. As the folks that haven't seen you play yet, Nate, and they get ready to watch this game tonight, how fast are these kids on the outside? Um, well, their kids are really fast on the outside. Um, our kids at times show good speed, but we're very fortunate that we have good team speed in all positions. You know, we don't have any sprinters like on the track, uh, you know, that, that type of speed, but um, all eight guys, whether they're line or, or skilled people, they're all, they're all pretty quick and, and pretty confident in what they're doing. All right, Nate, uh, we're looking forward to seeing the Tigers tonight. We wish you the best of luck. Thanks for the time. Thank you. That's Nate Glaus, head football coach of the Palmer Tigers, here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll chat with Isaac Frex of Alma as action continues on Classic Hits right after this. Since 1928, Tribe Motors is a family-owned Chevrolet dealership in Alma. They have been committed to delivering customers prompt, friendly, and competent service, offering special deals and offers for all Chevrolet drivers. We invite you to take a look at our 2017 Chevy Silverados. We work hard to keep our overhead costs low so we can pass great savings on to our customers. Visit our dealership and take a look at our huge inventory. And if we don't have what you're looking for, we will find it for you. Best of luck, Cardinals. From everyone at Tribe Motors, Alma. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on Classic Hits. Back in Alma for the first time in a little while. Saw the Cardinals earlier this year take on Elm Creek. But uh, there's no place better than home, and that means that you're still playing in the state football playoffs. Head coach Isaac Frex joins us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. And, Coach, uh, the long, long bus trip was worth it. Oh, yeah. You know, it was a it was a bus trip, and we had five hours basically is what it takes straight through to get to Hemingford last week. And, kids handled it well you know we made a one-day trip out of it and the kids went out and they would come out of there with a victory so that was nice nice it was tough uh Hemingford, uh tough for them and they really came out uh on fire uh, take us back to through that football game and how things changed and, and maybe the important parts of the game for your crew well they got up 14 nothing on us we've turned over the ball in our first possession just had a missed messed up snap a wrong snap count or something like that and turned the ball over to them they got up 14 nothing and then Later in the second quarter, we went and put a 16-play drive together and got it to 14-8 to and let them score on a kind of a messed-up coverage on our guys. The quarterback scrambled. We didn't leave our linebacker where he was supposed to go, and he scrambled for a touchdown late in the second quarter and got up 20-8 to, 20 to 8 before half, and then we came out, got the ball in the third quarter, and had some silly mistakes, had a penalty here and there on our first two drives and had to punt it away, and they got up to a 32-8 lead on us, and we uh, eventually wore them down, and we ended up scoring twice before the end of the third quarter and made it pretty close there going into the fourth quarter and just kind of took that momentum into the fourth quarter and were able to get out of there with the win. How at that point are you able to keep the kids? What's the sideline like? What are you doing to keep them focused in this football game when it looks like maybe it's slipping away? Well, they kept fighting, you know, and it wasn't like we didn't have guys there to make plays on defense when they scored their two touchdowns. We had guys there. They just missed a couple tackles and had a couple missed assignments, and once we got that figured out, that helped out a lot. And the biggest thing was I think we uh, wore them down. You know, that was that was a big thing. They had a couple injuries and some kids that evidently weren't weren't ready for the heat that we had that day, and we were able to wear them down in that fourth quarter, and our kids were a little better conditioned come down to that fourth quarter. Talking with Alma head football coach Isaac Frex. Coach, uh, when we saw you last, uh, you had a couple of your senior backs that were out, had to rely on some sophomores that really stepped up and did a great job. Gives you some depth. What are we going to see tonight in this football game? Well, we got Eric back, so he's uh, he's in a cast on his left hand, and he's been playing fullback now for us. And then Jackson, we left him at running back. And 
we'll see those guys. You know, Jackson's been running the ball really well. And in fact, I think he's almost over 900 yards rushing now on the season. So, and that's about six games, I think, where he's actually had chances to run the ball. So that's that's really good there, you know. And then the big thing, we're healthy up front, and that's what it comes down to is the way our line blocks. And if our line continues to block the way that they have, you know, we can get anybody back there and run through the holes they've been giving those guys. We always talk about injuries and how it affects you offensively, but how did it affect you defensively, and how will that change here as you face Palmer? We had to move some guys around. We had to move Chase from uh, safety up to corner, and then we put Eric back to safety since Parker's out. But other than that, the defense is pretty much the same as it has been the rest of the year. And hopefully we've got some couple other guys that will rotate in if we need to and move some guys around that way. But that's the way we'll start. You know, Chase will move up to corner, and Eric will move back to safety, and we'll go from there. They did a pretty good job with it the last couple weeks playing that way. So hopefully we can get some stops out of them and be ready to go. Talk with the head football coach at Alma, Isaac Frex, as they get ready to take on Palmer, who's undefeated, had their big win this year uh, against Burwell. That was their test. But obviously, Coach, you've been tested as well. And on paper, it looks pretty simple. All you got to do is stop the Reimer boys here for Palmer. Yeah, you know, that's it. They're pretty good athletes over there, and they've got some, some good linemen to go with them. You know, they're a pretty athletic group all the way around. So, But I feel like we match up with them pretty well, so hopefully we can give them a good game and keep it close and have a chance to win it down at the end. They also like to put the ball in the air a little bit. Uh, what do you see from them offensively, and, and do they compare to anybody that you've seen? We probably haven't seen anybody throw the ball as much as they do this year. You know, Med Valley we thought was going to throw a little bit more when we saw them, but they were, they've kind of changed, and Med Valley's starting to run the ball a little more. So, you know, out of all the teams we've played, we haven't seen anybody that throws the ball this many times. But that'll be a good test for our kids. You know, for the most part, we've had pretty good coverages and stuff like that, and the teams that have thrown on us and – Hopefully we can get their guys covered up and get to our assignments. That's the biggest thing. You know, they throw a lot of stuff at you, and as long as we're playing our sound defense and doing our job within the team aspect, that'll help us out a lot. They don't have a ton of kids uh, on the roster here at Palmer. They've always been a good wrestling program, so that kind of brings into that physicality. You talked about wearing down Hemingford. Sometimes it's hard to tell on film, but how physical do you think Palmer is? Oh, I'd say they're pretty physical. You know, you don't get 8-0 and without being, or 9-0 and now, without being a pretty physical football team. You know, it, they've got some mental toughness and some things like that that they aren't just going to lay over. You know, they're going to be a team that gets up and punches you right back. So we've got to be ready for that, and uh, I feel like our kids are ready for that challenge. And, Isaac, is there anything uh, that stands out to you? I mean, you're, you're going to keep it on the ground. You like to do what you do here. Chase does what he does. Uh, do you see an advantage, offense, defense, special teams, uh, where you're going to have to take advantage if you can upset Palmer? Well, I think, you know, like I said, if we just play sound football, that's the biggest thing. You know, last week where we got kind of in a, a pinch there up at Hemingford, we weren't playing very sound football. You know, we were missing tackles, had a couple missed blocking assignments, and just a couple silly penalties that really stopped drives for us. You know, we get – second and four, second and three, and then we have a five-yard penalty. Well, that puts us back, you know, second and nine then, and we're behind the sticks then. So we just got to stay on schedule and do the things we do and worry about the things we can control, and then everything should fall into place for us. And Isaac, kind of tongue-in-cheek here, even when you had the seniors out, uh, you didn't ask Chase to put the ball in the air at all. Is that still what we're going to see? Oh, probably. You know, (laughs) we're not going to change much, you know. If we're, if we're pounding it out, like I said, told the boys last night, there's not very many high school teams that can put it, put together a 16-play drive, 
you know, in any type of level, you know, that's that's a really testament to those kids and how how physical they are and how uh, disciplined they are to be able to put a play drive together like that. Isaac Frex, head football coach of the Alma Cardinals. Coach, thanks for the time. Best of luck tonight. You betcha. Thanks for having us on. We'll take a break here on the New Tech Seed pregame show and be back with the starting lineups right after this on Classic Hits. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me and it just relaxes me and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. And welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here in Alma as we get ready for D1 state second round action as we take a look at the scoreboard again from games that are either over or currently going on. In class D1, Creighton defeated Tri-County in the eastern half by a score of 76-33. to They'll play the winner of the Nebraska City Lord and Howells Dodge contest. In D2 in the second quarter, Twin Loop, the top seed in the West, leads Garden County by a score of 24-6. to then you take a look at Blue Hill. They're now up 41 to nothing over O'Neill St. Mary's, and they start the fourth quarter on the breeze, 94.5. And the start of the fourth quarter, Osceola leads Fall City Sacred Heart by a score of 22 to 18. Let's take a look at the starting lineups for tonight's football game, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And first off, for the visitors from Palmer, here's how things look for the Tigers. At center, number 22, 200-pound junior, Tanner Tibbetts. At the guards, number 9, a 195-pound junior, Dominic Donahue. And number 52, 170-pound sophomore, Chad Samuelson. The ends are number 2, 175-pound senior, Chandler Doncheski. And number 34, a 150-pound senior, Mike Wolf. Michael Wolf, 150-pound senior. In the backfield. Field, number three, 155 pound junior Spencer Wickman. The leading rusher is number one, 180 pound senior Hunter Reimers. And the quarterback, number 10, a 180 pound senior Caden Reimers. The head coach of the Palmer Tigers is Nate Glaus, assisted by Jim Sock and Luke Thompson. They are a perfect 9 and 0 on the season. And looking at some of the stats uh, for those that are into that. Hunter Reimers has 124 carries for 687 yards to lead the way for the Tigers this year. The quarterback, Caden Reimers, 445 yards rushing, and Wickman, 315 yards rushing on 52 attempts, about six yards of play. But they do like to throw the football. Caden Reimers has thrown for 1,761 yards. He uh, averages about 14 yards per completion. He has 25 touchdowns against just four interceptions this season. Now let's take a look at the starting lineup for the Alma Cardinals. The center is number 98, 5'8", 190-pound senior Wyatt Gibson. 
The guards are number 45, 6'1", 215-pound senior Gunnar Prickett, and number 95, 6'3", 240-pound junior David Erke. The ends are number 17, a 5'10", 165-pound junior Caleb Kindler, number 23, 6'3", 170-pound junior Cooper Wright. The fullback is number 21, 6'1", 145-pound senior Eric Kavorik. The eyeback is number 10, 6'1", 170-pound sophomore Jackson McKenzie, and the quarterback of the Alma Cardinals is number 7, 6'1", 160-pound senior, Chase Conert. The head coach is Isaac Frex, assisted by Brian Strand, Jesus Felix, and Chris Mahalik. 7-2 on the season, the one-point loss to Madison Valley, and then they were defeated in the seventh game of the season by undefeated Elm Creek. You take a look at the rushing stats for this team, and again, they've been banged up a little bit, but their leading rusher is McKenzie now. 852 yards, averaging 7.5 yards per carry. Then you have a Kavorik who is out, excuse me, who is back with 515. Janacek is out with the injury. We'll talk about that in a minute. And Chase Koner, the quarterback, has rushed for 402 yards in eight games this season. As far as throwing the ball, Alma does not do it very much. They've put it up 39 times in nine games. That means they're throwing it about five times per football game. They have four touchdowns for Conert and one interception on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank, and Carney back with more as we get ready for round two of the D1 State playoffs after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Time now for the injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Each team has a young man out. Freshman Chance Duncheski is out for the Palmer Tigers and still out for Alma. Is one of their starting running backs and defensive backs from the beginning of the year. Senior Parker Janicek with the broken hand. And so those two young men out tonight and in the eight-man game, not a lot of depth. In fact, Palmer only has 16 total young men suited up for the game tonight. And that is your injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. It is Alma and Palmer, round two of the state D1 championship. And you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Doug Duda with you on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Palmer, Alma, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The opening toss was won by Palmer. They deferred, and so Alma will get the ball to start the contest. Right now, though, we'll take a break and be back with the start of tonight's football game right after this. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the Barbecue Trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the Brisket Special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. Genetics first, trade second. At Aurora Cooperative, our customers can source genetics from the four major germplasms available in the U.S., allowing you to choose the best genetics possible for each and every acre, as each field has its own story to tell. The story for your field begins with the right genetics and the right crop management recommendations, which includes fitting the right traits to the right acre. To create the highest yielding story for your acres and take advantage of our early pay, volume, and in-house financing options, speak with an Aurora Cooperative agronomist. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. A lot of games kicking off at 6 o'clock across to the state of Nebraska tonight to some of the other ones that are going. The big one in this class, Burwell, the defending state runner-up, taking on Perkins County. Guardian Angels taking on Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family. Lord Central Catholic taking on Howells Dodge. Other 6 o'clock games in D2, Humphrey St. Francis against Wynott. Randolph's at Burning Davenport Shickley. And Loomis is at Litchfield to take on Ansley Litchfield. And we will keep you up to date on the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. Glad to have you along with us. High school football ready to begin. Sun may be a little bit of a factor here to start the football game. Alma will have to stare into the sun here as we've got an east-west field here at Alma. Palmer tees it up. Chandler Duncheski ready to roll. And we're almost ready for round two high school football action here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Back deep, McKenzie along with Kavorik standing at their five-yard line. Doncheski squares it up. Looks good. Looks like a small college venue right now, even for eight-man. Doncheski, good kick. It will sail into the end zone about six yards deep, and that's where we will see Alma take over the football at the 15 to start tonight's football game. Again, Jackson McKenzie leads the team in rushing. He came into that starting eyeback role after some injuries to the rest of uh, the teammates here throughout the season. And they'll see if they can come out and pound it. We're going to find out early on here if that offensive line can get the job done for the Alma Cardinals. First down and 10 out of the I formation. Double tight ends and back to pass. Koner wants to throw a screen complete into the hands of his eye back. McKenzie, McKenzie squirts away from the initial contact, but only for a yard out to the 16-yard line. Spencer Wickman was not fooled, so trying to throw a little bag of trick right out of the get-go here. Koner. With a one-yard pass, we saw him against Elm Creek. I think he threw it four or five times. That's about all they throw it all season long. In fact, they had three yards passing that entire ball game. Three down linemen here for the Palmer Tigers on second down and nine. Stay out of that eye formation with the double tight ends, and all kinds of flags come out as the snap is made, and it looks like we 
Might have offsides on Palmer. Rarely do you see both side judges throw their flag, but that's exactly the case. Set an offsides penalty here on Palmer will help things for the Cardinals and make it second down and four at the 21-yard line. Again, Blue Hill taking care of their game with O'Neill St. Mary's. And uh, another important game tonight, Fall City Sacred Heart with back-to-back scores now takes the lead over Osceola in the fourth quarter. 26-22. Third down and four, or second down and four. Koner takes the snap, hands it to McKenzie. He is hit immediately by Chandler Duncheski, who comes off the left defensive end. He'll squirt forward for a yard. He kept the legs churning, maybe even two. It's going to be third down and about a yard and a half. So a good hard run there by Jackson McKenzie. One run, one yard run, two yard run, and then a five yard penalty will make it third down. And we've got a flag back there. It's a chop block on a run to the right, and the flag is on the other side of the field. So a backside chop block is going to result in a half the distance to the goal penalty here, and it'll be second down and very long. They had the ball out to about the 23, so it should be somewhere around the 11-yard line once they get this ball spotted. And that's exactly where it'll be down. So an 11-yard chop block penalty. And this is something that uh, Alma does not want to be in. Long yardage situations. They don't want to be forced into throwing situations. Probably won't throw it here on second at about 14, but we'll find out. Second and 13, back at the 11, maybe 14. They do need to get to the 25-yard line. You won't see a variation in their offensive set very often, too. They're on the far hash near the Palmer sideline. Conard's going to run option. He'll pitch it out here to McKenzie. Turns the corner, has a hole, 15. Runs into his own man across the 20, and then is dragged down by Spencer Wickman. They'll give him about the 23-yard line. Looks like he got all of that penalty yardage back, and it's going to be third, and we'll call it two yards to go after a gain of 12. Third and two. Good option play there for the Alma Cardinals. First drive of the ball game. Not even two minutes in. Ball at their own 23, now near the right hash. Coach Isaac Frex and crew get the play in. Kavorik the fullback, and Konert will set him down. He better hustle. He does. He gives it to his fullback, and he will churn, churn, and it's going to be close. This is all on the spot of the ball. I think he's going to be just short. Great defensive line surge again. From the Palmer Tigers, and they are short by the nose of the football. So a gain of a yard there for Eric Kavorik, and you want to go for it, but you're at your own 24 in the playoffs, and I think Alma's going to go for it. They're the underdog. They know they're going to have to put up points, probably outscore Palmer tonight. Not a 2018 game, but now they will drop back in punt formation. So Kavorik, let's find out if he does indeed kick the ball away. Kavorik stands at about his own 12. It is fourth and inches here. And it will be a snap to him. He holds it, he holds it, and now he booches it away. Nobody was back for Palmer, and it's a great punt. It's going to roll about 15 yards. And then the Alma coverage man ran up and kicked the ball. There was nobody from Palmer around. It's going to be spotted at the 10-yard line. It's a great punt, 45, 46 yards on the punt here. But just a... A little over-anxious that time was Cooper Wright. I don't know if he thought he was getting to the goal line and it was actually the 10 as he stared into the sun or just made a little mental mistake there. He probably could have let it roll another four or five yards. And now the officials are discussing 
if there should be a penalty on that. They're going to say no. If he had intentionally, oh, yep, they are. They're going to rule it a touchback because he kicked it into the end zone. Another unusual call, and not the wrong call. It's just we've seen a few unusual plays. Saw hurtling a couple of weeks ago. Uh, have seen some calls and some penalties that you haven't normally seen. So a touchback, they only lose five yards, does Alma. So Palmer will get it for their first series, first and ten at their own 15-yard line, and quarterback Caden Reimer is out of the pistol. He wants to throw on the first play of the game. Pumps, throws over the middle, it's dropped by Chandler Duncheski. It was only about a two-yard pass and trying to get Chandler to do what he could after that. Palmer does want to throw the ball. This is what you will see here tonight. They're probably going to throw the ball more than they run the ball. And if you do that in the eight-man game, you throw it about 40 times, it seems like. Second down and 10. Here's a quick little screen out to the right side, complete to the 20, out to the 22-yard line. Nice game that time for the Tigers. That time, Donchesky was able to haul it in. And it'll be third down. They're going to mark it as a six-yard gain and four yards to go. Scoreless, 8.50 to go here in the first quarter. Alma went three and out. Now a blitz coming for the Alma Cardinals. Option run. They hit the quarterback, Rymers. He pitches it, and it's covered again. Hit on the tackle will be Caleb Kindler. And backwards that time for Spencer Wickman. And it'll be a punting situation here for Palmer. They're going to lose about five yards on the play. It'll be fourth down and nine yards to go for the Tigers. And a situation they're not in very often is punt formation. And Caden Rymers will take the snap. Alma should get pretty good field position here as he stands at his own five. High snap, gets it, boots it away quickly. Nice high spiraling kick. Fair catch called for and made at the Alma 35-yard line by Jackson McKenzie. It's a 29-30-yard punt and no return. So each team has had it once. Maybe shake a little bit of the dust off, the rust off, the nerves, if you will. And Alma will have it first and 10 at their own 34-yard line. The 1-9 matchup, that's why Alma is hosting, because they went on the road last week, while Palmer, as the number one seed, of course, will be at home. First down and 10 here for the Cardinals at their own 34-yard line. Out of that eye formation, McKenzie the eye back. And Conert will turn, give it to him off the left side. He's hitting the backfield and spins to the line of scrimmage, gets about a half yard on the play. They're doing a great job of jumping, and Hunter Reimers got in there to make the tackle for Palmer. One thing that this game may not be decided, especially if it stays close, that's what Alma wants. They think maybe they'd have the advantage if we get into the fourth quarter here. It's going to be no gain on the play for McKenzie. Three carries, 14 yards. Second down, and we'll call it about a half-yard gain. They'll fake the fullback dive. Konert keeps it on the option, turns up field, gets to midfield, brought down at the 40. It's going to be a gain of five on the play, and it'll be third down. And they're going to need five to get it. Uh, Four and three-quarters yards is what they'll need as the ball right on the midfield stripe near the right hash as they move from left to right towards the Alma bench. 7.40 and counting in a scoreless first quarter. Our game also on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Out of the eye, Conert sets him down. He wants to run option left, has to pitch it out there to McKenzie. He has nowhere to go, and he's dropped behind the line of scrimmage. Well covered. Hunter Reimers is in on the tackle. A loss of a yard on the play, and it'll be fourth down here and about seven yards to go for the Alma Cardinals. Last time, the punt went 46 yards with a lot of roll. I think this time, though, Palmer will respect the punt. They didn't put anybody back last time, and now they're asking, what should we do? 
trying to cover against any fake punt attempt here for Alma, but fourth and seven at their own 38 would be asking a lot. Again, Palmer didn't drop anybody back. And here is the boot. It's a high, very short pooch kick that will bounce out of bounds at about the 20-yard line. Let's see where the official guesses that it went out. And it'll be about the 23. So it's only a 18-yard punt and no return, but better field position than it could have been for the Palmer Tigers, and they'll take over for the second time. Scoreless, 6.47 to go here in the first quarter on Classic Hits. Looking for our first first down of the ball game. The ball will be spotted at the Tiger 23. Out of the pistol, they'll send a man in motion, hand it to Wickman on the jet sweep. He'll be hit in the backfield, then stood up by Kindler and driven backwards. And then the rest of the team comes in as the whistle was a little late there to save Wickman. There were five Alma Cardinals off of Wickman by the time they blew the whistle. It's going to be a gain of one for Spencer. And just the second carry of the ball game, we've had a couple of passes and now two runs. And Palmer has it second down, and we'll call it nine at their own 25. Under center this time will be Reimers. He'll pitch it to Hunter. Hunter off the right side, breaks one tackle, gets to the 30, stretches the ball out to the 31-yard line. That's going to be a gain of six. First carry of the ball game for Hunter Reimers, the leading rusher on this ball club. But neither team has a 1,000-yard rusher. Really unusual for an eight-man playoff team. Uh, For Alma, it's probably because of the injuries. And for Palmer, it's because they like to throw the ball. And that's what they're lining up to do here on third and four. Hard count, little movement, but it was on the defense. And they'll hand it to Reimers again off the right side. He gets into the crease, and then he's hit by Conert. And he'll be short of the first down by a couple of yards. Chase Conert getting low and standing him up so the rest of his teammates can help him out. It's going to be a gain of one for Hunter Reimers. And fourth down and about three, two and a half to three here for Palmer. They're trying to line up to go for it quickly here. And everybody in the box now, they'll take it. Quarterback sneaks straight ahead, keep the yardage churning, and it looks like they're going to pick it up. So maybe something Alma wasn't ready for that time, and the quarterback, Caden Reimers, hustled him up there as Alma was trying to get out of punt formation. But we may see the change come in. Let's find out. Nope, they're just going to say it's good enough for the first down. Caden Reimers picks up the three yards that he needed. First first down of the ball game. Fresh set of downs here for the Tigers, 5-15 and counting in a scoreless first quarter. Ball at their own 34-yard line. Here's the handoff on the left-to-right sweep for Hunter Reimers. Not truly a jet sweep, but he breaks one tackle, two, and now he's into the secondary, and now he's past everybody, and now he is in the end zone for a Palmer touchdown. A 46-yard touchdown run for Hunter Reimers. It looked like he was all tied up. And I think that's probably what Alma's defense thought. Then the next thing you see, him squirt free. And the last 30 yards, totally untouched. And the first blood drawn tonight by Palmer. They'll line up to go for two, converting that fourth down on a quarterback sneak. And the Tigers have the lead. They'll empty the backfield. Caden Reimers in the pistol. Four wides, twins each side. Now he'll move his right slot in motion, fake the handoff. Now he wants to throw it, and he's going to be sacked. Getting back there is Tyson McCurdy to sack him. The two-point conversion is no good. Help from Cooper Wright. Our five-points bank touchdown, though, a 46-yard run down the right sideline for Palmer's Hunter Reimers. 5-0-1 to go first quarter. Palmer six. Alma nothing. 
To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Carney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. The State High School Football Playoffs on Classic Hits brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. 6 nothing Palmer as we get ready to kick it off here for the Tigers. They kicked it off to start the game, and Don Chesky put it in the end zone. This time it's a line drive taken at the 7-yard line, up the left side, line 20-25, looking for some room as McKenzie. Penalty flags come in on the tackle at the 29. But you rarely see anything defensively unless it's a face mask, but we will see a hold on the return, and that'll back Alma up. The flag lays at the 26, so it looks like the Cardinals will start at their own 16-yard line. That is the second penalty of the ball game on the Alma Cardinals. Palmer just needing two first downs on that last drive, and Alma looking for their first first down on their opening quarter of the contest. This is their third possession. 4.52 to go in quarter number one. Wearing that big old arm club, Gunner Prickett with that injured right arm has it all wrapped up. And on first down and 10, they'll pitch it to McKenzie, run it behind him. He's got a hole, 20, counterback 25, looking to run over people to the 28-yard line and a first down for Jackson McKenzie on a gain of 12 to move the chains here for the Alma Cardinals. And that's what they need, some success up front. And they uh, tonight probably can't afford to fall behind as much as they did last week, obviously. Palmer, a solid, solid football team, but Alma playing at home, perfect night. And they have a first first out of the game at their own 28-yard line. Back to the I formation here as Conert calls the cadence. Five men coming after him. Option right side. The pitch, and McKenzie has the sideline. 40. Hurdles a guy. Can't do that. He went out of bounds because he didn't completely hurdle the man. He didn't get flagged. And it's going to be another first down to the 37-yard line. That is a gain of 15. But that's what happened to Alma in the Elm Creek game. So they got to be careful. Don't hurdle like that or you're going to get flagged a big-time penalty and it would have wiped out the entire run. But Alma now in Palmer territory for the first time after back-to-back first down carries by Jackson McKenzie. They're at the 37 of the Tigers. Palmer up 6-0. On first down, pitch at left side. McKenzie gets to the outside again. 35, breaks a tackle 30, and he is gone. This football game is tied on a 37-yard touchdown run by Jackson McKenzie. And maybe Alma, after those first two drives, found a little something. They liked going to the right. That time they tried the left side, and this football game is tied 6-6 as Conant runs out with the PAT play. And that's one of the 
ones that just make you pull your hair out. Sometimes these eight-man playoff games that are so close come down to conversions. These are just as important. Base eye formation, double tight end, quick count. They'll give it to the fullback. Kavoric got to the one, but they're not going to give him the end zone. They say he is short. So with 4.18 to go in the first quarter of play, another five points bank touchdown, a 37-yard run by Jackson McKenzie. Alma 6, Palmer 6 on Classic Hits. Banner Capital Bank has been serving the Southern Valley area for over 125 years and is very proud to support the local athletes and coaches in and out of the game tonight. See Banner Capital Bank for all your financial needs. We invite you to look at all our products and services and give us the opportunity to show you what we can do to assist you in your banking needs. From personal to business, we are the bank you can trust. Best of luck to the Alma Cardinals from everyone at Banner Capital Bank in Alma. Member FDIC. Harlan County Health Systems and Heartland Family Medicine in Alma would like to invite everyone to the Hospital Foundation fundraiser. Saturday night, November 7th, starting at 6 p.m. Come tailgate at the Alma Country Club, cheer on the Huskers, and be a part of a silent auction. Enjoy games, heavy appetizers, adults only. Tickets are available at the door. For more information, go to the Harlan County Health System Facebook page. Harlan County Health System and Heartland Family Medicine in Alma. Your county, your health care. Close to home. Alma ready to boot it away, and this one will be returnable. Taken at the three-yard line by Hunter Reimers. Left hash goes all the way to the right and has room. 20-25, puts his hand on the ground at the 30 and then gets caught from behind at the 33-yard line. Great job running him down there by Alma's Joseph Felix. And it'll be first down and 10 for Palmer at their own 32-yard line. State football playoffs brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Ed Smith, here on Classic Hits. We'll get to the scoreboard here in just a moment, but right now, 6-6, 4.09 to go in the first quarter. Palmer back to pass. It's going to be a shovel pass, and it is incomplete. Alma does the right thing and jumps on it. Good defensive pressure that time by David Herkey. I don't think Reimers wanted to get rid of it quite that quick. And for Caton, he's now one of three. Palmer's really only had that one play uh, for any kind of big-time yardage, and it went all the way to the end zone for Hunter Reimers. Back to the eye formation. They'll give it to the fullback, Wickman. He just puts his head down and follows his center up the field across the 35 to the 39. That was pretty unusual. He never looked up. He put his head down, got on the backside of his center and left guard, and just followed him up the field until he found contact at the 39, and that's going to be a seven-yard gain for Spencer Wickman. Third down and three out of the pistol. Both backs flanking the quarterback, Reimers. He'll give it to Wickman again up the middle, and he is going to be short. He got to midfield, maybe a half a yard. And it'll be fourth down. Now, remember last time in this fourth and two situation, they hustled up to the line. Palmer did. Quarterback snuck it and got the first down. Alma now is respecting that. And Palmer looks like they are going to line up to go for it, but this time in the pistol. Fourth and two, ball right at midfield here for the Tigers. Seven men in the box defensively. Quarterback keeper, he's hit. He won't get it. Reimers got hit before he could get anywhere up the field. I believe that was Wyatt Gibson that hit him first. And then the rest of the team came in to put him down. Jackson McKenzie was able to finish it off, but he was hit, spun off that hit, and got to the line of scrimmage. That was it. Great defensive play there by the Cardinals. And they'll take over with their best starting field position. The ball is squarely on the 40 here at midfield. 3-10 to go first quarter. 6-6 on classic hits. 
And Alma now tries to score on two consecutive possessions. Option left. Nobody picks up the quarterback. Conard, he turns the corner, 35. He's tackled forward to the 31. In fact, it looked like Doncheski about threw him four yards forward, and it's going to be second down. We'll officially call it two on the Conard keeper. McKenzie would have got knocked off of his feet to tomorrow had they pitched it to him, but nobody covered the quarterback, Conard, and he ran the option beautifully to the left side. Second down and a short two here at the Palmer 32-yard line. And Kavorik, the fullback, about two yards behind him is McKenzie. Conert is going to run option right side. This time Palmer has it covered, and McKenzie's going to be hit well behind the line of scrimmage and lose about three yards back to the 35-yard line. So you give it, then you take it away. That was well covered by the Tigers. Third down and five, Alma at the 30-yard line of the 35-yard line of the Palmer Tigers. We'll take a look at some of the scores from around the state. It is Perkins County on top of Burwell first, 8 to nothing. They are in the first quarter in one of the biggest games of the night, maybe the biggest in D1. Third down and five out of the eye. Conert, five-step drop, trying to set up a screen. He throws it over McKenzie's head, way over Jackson McKenzie's head, and incomplete. It was set up just like you wanted. The pressure was coming up the middle. Conert kept backpedaling. He threw it right over the top of the charging Chandler Duncheski and incomplete. Just a second pass attempt here for Alma. And now what will Coach Frex decide to do? They are in Palmer territory at the 35. And Conert will trot out to the huddle. Looks like they are going to line up to go for it here. See if they're trying to drop Palmer off sides or just run that option play. Fourth down and all of five. They run option left. Conert keeps it. Conert's hit. Conert pitches it late. McKenzie gets the pitch, but I don't think he got it. Great job by Hunter Reimers, and it's going to be about a half yard short as he's dropped between the 30 and the 31. I don't even think they're going to have to bring the chains out. They're right next to the chains. And the white hat now. Well, don't pick up the football if you're not. uh, See, they picked up the football, and they sat it back down, and that made for sure that Palmer made the play. But that was a great defensive play by the Palmer Tigers. McKenzie's going to get four, but he needed five. 78 yards now on eight, nine carries for Jackson McKenzie, and he has the touchdown run for Alma. Hunter Reimers has the touchdown run for Palmer. 150 to go here in quarter number one. Back over to the Tigers. They'll take over at their own 30-yard line. Out of the shotgun, looking to throw deep and open is Reimers, and then he falls down at the first down marker, the 38-yard line, covered there by Eric Kavork. But if Reimers catches it in stride, really there wasn't anybody in the area code that was going to pick him. They fell for the short little screen pass, and again a 10 there for Reimers. Moved the chains just inside the 39-yard line of Alma. So across midfield, they'll put the running backs in the slots. Now they'll put Reimers in motion, want to run option, but it's a straight quarterback keep. Caden Reimers gets across the 35 and down to about the 33, 32-yard line. And it's going to be second down at about four. So they're putting it into the hands of their quarterback, Caden Reimers, right now and really running hurry up now, getting quick, no huddle, twins to the right side. Caden Reimers on second down, sends his... Cousin in motion, runs option, late pitch, gets it to him, though. Hunter down the right sideline, gets inside the 30, has the first down, marked out at the 24-yard line, and a gain of eight for Hunter Reimers. Unofficially, the fourth first down here for Palmer, 6-6 tie. 
One eleven to go here in quarter number one. At the half, Twin Loop 52 and Garden County 6. Blue Hill beat O'Neill St. Mary's 41-14. That was a 41-0 game. Fall City Sacred Heart leads Osceola in the fourth, 34-28. Here it's first and 10 Palmer at the 24-yard line, and it'll be a quarterback keep again off the left side. Reimers breaks a tackle, and they will drag him down. McKenzie just kind of hung on and got drug along the ground, and he's still down. Yeah, he kind of got drug. That could be carpet burn, or that could be just a a little knock the wind out of him. They'll stop the play, and he's going to have to come out of the contest. But the quarterback, Caden Reimer, is going to pick up seven, and it'll be second down and three. A minute five to go here in the first quarter. Started out slow. Both teams unsuccessful on their first two possessions, and each team scoring on their third. Reimers now fakes it right side, goes on an inside trap play to Hunter Reimers, and all that dancing didn't do him very much. Maybe a yard for Hunter. Five carries, 62 yards, including the 46-yard touchdown run, and it'll be third and a long two for Palmer at the 17-yard line of Alma. They need to get just across the 15. This time they'll put in the slot Hunter Reimers to the left. Out of the shotgun is Caden Reimers. Now they send Hunter in motion, fake the handoff. He wants to throw, throws it out here in the right flat and right into the hands of uh, Cooper Wright, who knocked it away, and it'll be fourth down. Pass a little off the mark that time from Caden Reimers, and another fourth down situation here for Palmer. The clock stops with 24 seconds to go here in the first. Palmer takes no time. Chandler Duncheski split out wide to the right. Wickman in the slot right side, out of the pistol. Reimers takes it, looks, throws out here in the flat. Wickman's got it. He's got the first down, breaks the tackle to the 10, and he's pushed out of bounds into the official at about the six-yard line, and that's going to be a nice gain on the play from the 17 down to the six and enough to move the chains. 11 yards for Palmer, and it'll be first down and goal. Mark the ball at the six-yard line of Alma. With 16 seconds to go here in the first quarter. And Caden Reimers will come under center now. Both backs behind him. They are split. He'll take it. Go with a fullback trap. Wickman gets to the two, to the one, and touchdown, Palmer. Stretched it over at the last moment, and Spencer Wickman is in for a six-yard touchdown to give Palmer the lead with 10 seconds to go here in quarter number one. A good, strong drive with another fourth-down conversion here for Palmer. Now they line up to go for two. Four wideouts, twins left and right. Reimers takes it, throws a little slant. The ball's knocked away and in and out of the hands of Michael Wolf, making sure he didn't hold on was Kavork. It looked like he had it, then it popped up, and Kavork cleaned it out right there. So with 10 seconds to go in the first quarter, our five points bank touchdown is a six-yard run by Spencer Wickman, Palmer 12, and Alma 6. Since 1928, Tribe Motors is a family-owned Chevrolet dealership in Alma. They have been committed to delivering customers prompt, friendly, and competent service, offering special deals and offers for all Chevrolet drivers. We invite you to take a look at our 2017 Chevy Silverados. We work hard to keep our overhead costs low so we can pass great savings on to our customers. Visit our dealership and take a look at our huge inventory. And if we don't have what you're looking for, we will find it for you. Best of luck, Cardinals. From everyone at Tribe Motors, Alma. And welcome back to Alma. I want to thank Isaac Frex, Galen Kronhoffman for all of their hospitality as always as the Cardinals are trying to keep up here with the Palmer Tigers who just poked one in from a six yards out on the Wickman run. 
And that makes it 12-6 in favor of Palmer. We'll have a kickoff and maybe time for one more play here before the second quarter ends. Just a simply perfect night for high school football. We've been so fortunate this year. Perfect night to uh, kick it away here for Chandler Duncheski. The first one he got in the air got into the end zone. The second one was a line drive, and McKenzie was able to just take it out of the air. And here we go. This one, another line drive, and this one's headed out of bounds at the 10-yard line. So now it's up to Alma. Do they take it, or do they make him re-kick? I think they're going to take it because Doncheski has the capability of putting it into the end zone, and it looks like that's what they're going to do. They'll trot the offense out there, and Alma will take over first and 10 at their own 25-yard line after the kick went out of bounds. 12-6 in favor of Palmer. A couple more scores to pass along to you. Fall City Sacred Heart has now knocked out Osceola 34-28. Humphrey St. Francis leads Wynott 16-8. Bruning Davenport Shickley in the second quarter leads Randolph 22-0. First down and 10, Alma at their own 25-yard line. I formation, Conard. He is going to give it to his fullback, and they wrap up Eric Kavorik and throw him backwards on it the whole way there for the uh, Palmer Tigers was Dominic Donahue, and that will be the end of the first quarter of play. In the D1 second-round state playoffs, it is Palmer 12 and Alma 6. You're listening to the High School Playoffs, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration on Classic Hits. I had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden, I get a call, and I found out the cancer is moving your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornshaw immediately. I had knew about the Morrison Cancer Center, yes. I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment and then you know we did a couple more tests down the road with them and then they said things started to turn around a little. It was uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was like a weight being lifted. Changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber, and I was treated here in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school athletics, especially during this exciting time of the season, the postseason. On ESPN 1460, the pregame just underway, Elm Creek hosting Medicine Valley. Randy Bushcutter has the call tonight on ESPN 1460. Right now it's 12-6. Palmer leads Alma, second and 10 Alma at their own 25. They give it to McKenzie, straight up the middle. He'll get five, he'll get six over the 30 to the 31-yard line. Good, hard running. Spencer Wickman gets off the bottom of the pile for Palmer. Michael Wolf also helping out a little bit there. McKenzie had 78 yards rushing on nine carries in the first quarter of play. He'll be the workhorse here tonight. That option has been the big play tonight for Alma. That's how they scored the touchdown. McKenzie a 37-yarder. Hunter Reimers a 46-yarder. Spencer Wickman a 6-yarder for Palmer. Third down and four. Out of the eye, they'll do the same play up the middle, and this all depends on the spot. Looks like they'll give it to him. In college, they'd have reviewed it and said his knee hit a yard short, but the ball is right on the 35-yard line, and that is a first down if the ball's touching the white. The ball's not touching the white. It's fourth and an inch 
It is not touching the white, so that is a four-yard gain for McKenzie. Earlier, Alma punted it on fourth and inches in their own territory. They're about the same situation here. I mean, you couldn't put a deck of cards between the 35 and the nose of that football. I don't know. They're going to line up and go for it, though. Let's see if Conert sneaks it. You know Palmer's ready for it. Conert's got to get low, and here comes penalty flags all over the place. Conert was kind of standing straight up and down, tough to get low from that position. I think his lineman moved, and that's the case. And now Alma's probably got a punt. That is a huge penalty on the Cardinals. They had two for 21 in the first quarter. Here they have a motion penalty for five yards, and instead of fourth and two inches, they've got fourth and five yards and two inches. Ball at their own 30-yard line, 10 and a half and counting here in quarter number two. And they will line up to punt it. Eric Kavork to boot it away. These are the things that can make a heck of a difference in the football game. Back to return it is Chandler Duncheski. Good snap. Here comes Rush. He takes his time, gets a beautiful high punt. And uh, Palmer says, get out of the way. We're just going to let this roll. It doesn't roll very far. And a penalty flag is thrown. I think he meant to throw his beanbag, surely. Well, I don't know. Penalty flag at the 17-yard line. The punt. Let's find out. 10 and 33-yard punt. I don't know what that flag could be for. Maybe sideline interference? Invalid fair catch. How can you have an invalid fair catch if you don't catch the ball? So I think what they're saying is maybe the return man faked that he was going to catch the ball and start up the field. That's the only thing I can think of. It's a 33-yard punt for the Alma Cardinals, and that is a five-yard penalty for an invalid fair catch. Again, we've seen a lot of calls that we've only seen once or twice before here in the last two or three weeks from all over the area. It'll move the ball back to about the 12-yard line. That's where Palmer will take over, up 12-6. Fake the handoff to the fullback, counter to the eyeback, Reimers, and he is stuffed behind the line of scrimmage. That's going to be a loss of about three to the 10-yard line. You can't say it's guessing out there because both these clubs have done a good job of keeping it tight up the middle. McKenzie's got a couple uh, up the middle for Alma, but Palmer really hasn't been able to run it between their guards. It'll be second down and 13 and back to the passing formation. They'll send Wickman in motion, run option that way. They pitch it to Spencer on the left side, has a hole at the 15, and it'll be drugged down by Caleb Kindler near the 18, maybe the 19-yard line. So a good gain on the play here. It'll still be third down and about five yards to go. A gain of eight for Spencer Wickman. He has six carries, 18 yards, and a touchdown. Palmer ready to go on third down and five out of the pistol again. Reimers runs option to the right side. He keeps it. He is hit. He will get to the 20. He'll break off that tackle to the 21, but he needs to get to the 23. It's going to be a gain of three on the play for Caden Reimers, but it will be short of the first down by about now a yard, fourth and one. Homer deep in their own territory. Looks like they are electing to punt it as Caden Reimers will go back there to do so. Fourth and about a yard and a half. Mark the ball at the 21 and waiting for the snap. Seeing if Alma will jump. They won't. 
Snap is to Reimers. He'll get it away. A huge high kick that McKenzie just gets away from, and then it takes an Alma bounce for about five yards, and it'll be downed at the 30-yard line. A 28-yard, 29-yard punt with no return, and Alma will take over first down and 10 at their own 30. It is Palmer 12, Alma 6, eight and a half to go here in the first half of play. Coming up on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, a complete rundown of our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. We'll give you the first half stats, talk about what's coming up for volleyball the rest of the week, and a little bit on Friday night football. Right now, first down and 10, Alma down by six. They'll hand it off straight up the middle, looking for some running room. McKenzie keeps churning to the 35, and it'll be stood up at about the 36-yard line. And another six yards on first down here for Alma. So they're moving the ball a little bit more effectively as this game moves along. Perkins County leads Burwell 16-8 in the second quarter. It is Howells Dodge 14, Lord Cedar Catholic, Central Catholic nothing. Creighton blasted Tri-County earlier today, 76-33. Second and four, Alma at their own 36. Up the middle again, and a first down and nearly a breaker for Eric Kavorik. Midfield and an ankle tackle drops him at the 36-yard line. Beautiful run from the 36 to the 36. That's eight yards for Kavorik, just his third carry. And an Alma first down. So Alma trying to get this thing tied up. Really haven't had a long drive for the Cardinals. They had a long touchdown run. Right up the middle again, McKenzie looks for his way through the line, gets inside the 35, works his way to about the 32. And a little slow to get up off the bottom of the pile is Hunter Reimers. A couple of guys got ran over in there as Drake Coonsey was trying to help out on the tackle. It's going to be a gain of four for McKenzie, who is... If things continue like this, easily going to get over 100 yards here in the first half of play. 12-6, Palmer, 7-10 to go. Alma on the move. Second down and six. They'll give it to Kavorik, the fullback, and this time he is wrapped up by Caden Reimers after getting about a yard and a half. They'll get him to the 30-yard line. It'll be third down and four. Kavorik, four carries, 11 yards. This is where... Alma has had trouble tonight converting on third, and this isn't long, but it's not short. Third and medium in that four- to five-yard range. They stay in that power-eye formation here on the near hash. Third and a long three. They'll hand it off. up. No, they're going to keep it on the option and uh, look like they handed it off to Kavork. They did not, and this one is going to go the wrong way for the quarterback, Chase Coder. He couldn't pitch it because he would have pitched it out of bounds, and it's going to be a loss of two on the play. Fourth down, we'll call it six yards to go. It's at the 33-yard line of Palmer. So, once again, a fourth down, go for it type of situation here for Alma. Earlier today, Blue Hill beat O'Neill St. Mary's 41-14. In the second quarter, Ansley Litchfield leads unbeaten Loomis 22 to nothing. Fourth and seven, rolling out Conert. Has time, now under pressure, dumps it off. Good block, Kavork's got the catch, 25-20, 15, and he's going to be drug out of bounds, but Wyatt Gibson, give the credit to Gibson. You should make the catch, which they did, and Gibson just depleted the only Palmer Tiger in the area. First down and 10 at the 13-yard line, a 20-yard pass play. By far the biggest pass play of the night for Alma. They'll want to look at that one again and again, and if they can win tonight and pull the upset, they'll really love that play. 
Now let's see if Alma can continue to march it down. First and 10 at the 13. They'll give it to McKenzie. He runs right into the line, and he can't step over him. Everybody's on the ground. He'll get a yard to the 12. 5.40 5.40 to go, quarter number two. Not quite as high scoring as we thought it might be, at least not yet. Palmer 12, Alma 6 in the 1-9 matchup. The two really good football teams, second down and nine, Alma at the Palmer 12. Again, no tricks when they line up, just staying in the base eye. Conert, and we've got flags again. Everybody threw theirs on that one. Illegal procedure. And it seems like any time Chase doesn't go on first count, they've had a little bit of a problem. That's only the second motion penalty, but very rarely has he stood up under his center, Wyatt Gibson, very long. That's kind of what made that last pass play even more amazing. Gibson was the center that made that great block out on the edge. As Conert took his time to throw it out on the little screen pass. So it'll be second down, 14. Ball at the 17-yard line of Palmer. Palmer's defense has been pretty solid tonight. They're making Alma earn everything. They'll fake the handoff. Conant wants to throw, looks to the end zone for Kindler, and it is over his head. Probably a good thing that it was. It was well covered down the field by Michael Wolf, and it'll bring up third down and long for the Cardinals. Stopping the clock with 4.52 to go. Some other scores while they spot the ball here for you. Fall City Sacred Heart, as we mentioned, was a winner tonight by a 34-28 count over Osceola, the only loss of the year for Osceola. Why not? Lee and Humphrey St. Francis are tied at 16, and Bruning Davenport Shickley is shellacking Randolph in the second quarter, 42 to nothing. Third and 14 for Alma at the Palmer 17. It's a quarterback bootleg now. A- Backside screen that is complete into the hands of Cooper Wright inside the 10 to the 5, and they're going to mark him out just short of the goal line. But there is also a penalty flag right in the middle of the field where you always see holding. And that is a killer. Another penalty on this drive, it appears. And now the officials are conferring with the... Lineman down the field here, waiting for the preliminary indication. Illegal man downfield on Alma. And that will wipe out a gain of 16 yards. It would have been first and goal at the one. Instead, third and even longer. Third penalty of the quarter here. Move it back to the 22. They need to get to the three. So it's third and 19. That was a great call for Alma. They've set up a couple of passes back here to the short side of the field. Last time they converted fourth on it. This time it looked like they converted third and long. Neither team has called a timeout yet. And Alma a little late getting out of the huddle. Let's see if they just try to get part of it here and more on fourth down or if they go all the way to the end zone. They'll spread the field this time. A little different look. Twins to the left, trying the wheel route. Conert throws it into the end zone, and it's a batted ball incomplete. I'm not sure that Eric Kavorik would have been able to get his foot down at the five-yard line. And again, well covered out there by the Tigers and Spencer Wickman. So give credit here when you 
are expecting run, 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 run. Now on that one, probably not so much, but the pass defense so far has been really good for Palmer. So fourth down and 19 at the 22-yard line. Alma will split out wide to the right. Kindler to the left is McKenzie. They'll leave Kavorik in the backfield. Now send him in motion. And Konert back to pass, throws it to the right side, looking for Kindler, and overshot him. Boy, it was one-on-one. That was a well-thrown ball, but just a little too strong. Kindler might have had a chance, and they may come back to that play a little bit later on in the ball game. but Palmer, with the help of a couple of penalties, able to bow their neck here and stop Alma after they were inside the 15-yard line. First and 10, Palmer at their own 22-yard line. Now this is the crucial drive because, remember, Palmer's going to get the ball to start the third quarter. They're already up 12-6. Alma's got to find a way to not fall behind any more than six going into halftime. They'll send Wickman in motion, give it to Reimers, who's lined up as the fullback, and he'll get to the 24-yard line, a gain of two for Caden. 21 yards for Caden Reimers, 18, or excuse me, for uh, Hunter Reimers. He's got 61 yards. Quarterback Caden Reimers with 19, Spencer Wickman with 18. 12-6 Palmer, second and eight at their own 24-yard line. Twins to the right. That's the short side of the field. They'll roll that way. Looking, looking. Reimers now tucks it up, and he'll be pushed out of bounds at about the 28-yard line. Let's see what kind of spot they give him. They give him a pretty good one just short of the 30-yard line, and it'll be third down, and we'll call it two. So a gain of six for the quarterback, Caden Reimers. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, and Grand Island. On third down and two. Jet sweep. They'll fake it and run option against that jet sweep to Wickman. He's hitting the backfield, and he is going to be wrapped up short. Great defensive play there. Looked like, was that Conert? No, excuse me, that was Kindler that came in and made the play. And Wickman got one, and it is fourth down. And one, and again, at their own 31, it looks like Palmer's going to line up and go for it. Last time it was a quarterback sneak. Alma tries to come up with a stop on fourth and one out of the eye formation. Quarterback sneak right side. He's got it and more across the 35 to the 37. That's going to be a gain of five on the play and maybe six, first down and ten. That's actually the first first down for Palmer. Here in what is a scoreless second quarter, Palmer scored with 10 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Plenty of time, all their timeouts, 3.30 to go here in the first half. They'll have it at their own 37, first and 10. Twins to the left, which is now the wide side of the field. They'll roll option to the right side, look for a shovel pass up the middle. It is complete to Hunter Reimers, who is stuck just as he gets into Alma territory at the 37-yard line. McKenzie's in there, but it looks like the man that made the stick was Cooper Wright. Going to be a nice first down gain of six yards, second down and four. Conant right, or Reimers right now is four out of seven. 33 yards through the air, which is way below Palmer's season average. Second down and four at the Alma 37. Palmer's up 12-6. Out of the pistol with both backs behind him. He'll roll to his right, wants to throw deep down the right sideline, and this pass is complete inside the 15. All over him was Kavorik, but it is going to be Michael Wolf to haul it in. What a great reception, but there is another penalty flag on the field, another big play, and another penalty. If it stands, they're at the 11. 
Yeah, it looks like we've got another ineligible man downfield here. So it happened once to Alma on a big play, and now it happens to Palmer on a big play. So they've had an invalid fair catch. Man downfield. Third penalty for 15 yards, but that's not so much the five-yard penalty, but the 20-yard pass that it wiped out, and it moves the ball back into Palmer territory at the 38. Second down and nine now for Palmer at their own 38-yard line, leading at 12-6, 237. Plenty of time here to go in quarter number two. Both backs in the slot. They'll send Wickman in motion. Fake the jet sweep. Quarterback draw right up the middle of a huge hole. 35-30 down the right sideline. Reimers. Reimers goes into the end zone untouched for a Palmer touchdown. Caden Reimers, a 42-yard run. And another big run. That's what we're seeing when you get loose an eight-man. You're usually going to take it all the way. 42 yards for Reimers. And now both Reimers and Wickman have touchdowns, one for each to make it 18-6. to six. That will leave some time on the clock for Palmer to uh, play a little defense here against Alma. But first, they have to line up for the two-point conversion. By himself in the backfield, they'll send Wickman in motion on the jet sweep. Then it's a reverse from the left to the right side and getting into the end zone for the two-point run will be Wolf, and that'll make the score Palmer 20 and Alma 6 with 2.27 to go here in the first half. Another five points bank touchdown. A 42-yard run by quarterback Caden Reimers. And we'll be right back. Are you searching for answers on what next year's fertility program should look like? Are your fields answering the questions you've been asking them through population and fertility trials? Aurora Data Advantage answers these questions and more. Data Advantage is the ultimate program to help you take control by transforming your shelves of notebooks and raw data into decision-making farm knowledge. We're so confident in our analysis that we offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Ask your local Aurora co-op agronomist about Data Advantage in our early enrollment discount today. Aurora Cooperative and Data Advantage, putting both our owner's equity and your farm data to work. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine South Central Avenue, Carney. Doug Duda, producer engineer Ed Smith here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth at beautiful Alma. And now Palmer has put the first points on the board here in the second quarter, the 42-yard run by Caden Reimers. And it's 20-6 after the two-point conversion. And let's see what Chandler Dunchesky does with this kick. One in the end zone. One speared, one out of bounds. He pounds this one, but it's low. It bounces. It's bobbled. It's still being bobbled. And then he went down to a knee at the five-yard line to pick it up, Eric Kavorik, and that's where Alma will have to start. Sometimes when it takes that long to scoop it up, the uh, blocking breaks down, and so does the uh, defense or the kick team, and usually you can get a big return out of it. But finally he went down to scoop it up, and his knee hit. And one of those rough calls in football, but that's the way it is, and they'll start at their own five. 2.23 to go here, all timeouts, but Alma's going to have to get a couple of first downs or a big play before they get crazy here, and they'll turn and hand it off to the second man through, which is Jackson McKenzie. He'll crash across the 10. They're getting good first down yardage. They just haven't been able to sustain it on third and short. 
It's going to be a gain of eight on the plays, maybe seven. We'll call it second down and three. McKenzie now over 100 yards here in the first half of play. Two minutes to go. This is that danger zone area. You want to hustle, but if you don't get the first down, then you want the clock to run. So this is a key down here. If you can get a first down on second and third, second and three and kind of keep it moving. Out of the I formation, same play up the middle and getting to the 15-yard line, but short will be the I back, Jackson McKenzie, a gain of two more. And it'll be third and a yard, ball on their own 15. Neither team calls timeout. Conard always has to come over to the sideline to get the play, then run it back into the huddle. Be interested to see if they take their shot right here or if they just make sure to get the first down. Conard lines them up in the eye. Just base defense, 4-3 here. They'll hand it off to the fullback and a first down for Kavorik as he gets out to about the 17-yard line. Got what he needed. And that'll stop the clock with a minute 10 to go. Now Alma has to make the decision. If they're intent on scoring, they're going to have to start to move. They are 60 yards away, so a little more than that. If not, then they'll be content to get it into the end zone. We're going to have a timeout called right here by Alma to discuss things. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. One ten to go in the first half of our Class D1 state playoffs. It is Palmer 20 and Alma 6. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week, covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska. Whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Don't forget, more football airing right now on ESPN 1460 and 1550 as Elm Creek is taking on Medicine Valley. We'll run down all the scores for you here in just a little bit as we reach the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Right now, though, it is first and 10 for the Alma Cardinals, trailing 20-6 at their own 17-yard line. Conard out of the timeout, takes the snap, runs a reverse. Palmer bit. This could be big. 25-30, 35-40. Makes one man miss, but a great open field tackle by Wolf will bring Kindler down at the 34-yard line. That is a 29-yard run for Caleb Kindler and a huge play for Alma. And I'll tell you what, Wolf was the only Tiger on this side of the football field, and he made the tackle. Alma ready to go again at the 37. They want to pass. Koner out here in the flat, and it is in and out of the hands of his fullback, Kavorik at the 27-yard line, and that'll stop the clock with 55 seconds to go here before halftime. First down and 10, incomplete pass. Kindler with the second biggest run of the night here for Alma. Trailing 20-6, to six, and again, Palmer gets the ball to start the third quarter, so Alma really could use punching this one in. We said it before the last Palmer drive. Keep it within six. That didn't mean you had to stop Palmer, but if they scored, you had to get one in yourself. Second down and 10 at the 36-yard line. Of the Tigers, back to the eye formation. Conard going to run option to the right side, and he is going to be dropped from behind by Chad Samuelson. 
well covered, a gain of about a yard, and it looks like Alma is going to burn their second timeout, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank after a one-yard gain from Chase Conant. It is still 20-6 to Palmer with 46 seconds to go here in quarter number two on Classic Hits. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. One of the big games in D1 tonight is in Burwell. They've reached the half. Burwell and Perkins County are tied at 16. 16 all Burwell and Perkins County. Hartland leads East Butler 14 to 8. That game is in the first quarter. Second quarter, Howells Dodge leads Lord Central Catholic 22 to 6. Twin Loop about ready to put away Garden County 59 to 6. Blue Hill beat O'Neill St. Mary's today 41-14. Now we have a third down and nine for Alma. Ball at the Palmer 35-yard line. 46 seconds to go here in the half, and they will spread the field out. Send Kavorik in motion from left to right. Conert back to pass. Throws out here in the slot. Underneath on the drag route to McKenzie. Needed to get out of bounds, but he went for more yardage. And I think they're going to give him that out of bounds at about the 30-yard line. It's a gain of only about five, and it'll bring up fourth down. McKenzie was trying to make a big play, and the sophomore did get out of bounds to stop the clock with 38 seconds to go. So another fourth down. We've had plenty of go-for-it fourth down opportunities for both teams. In fact, on each touchdown drive for Palmer, they converted a fourth down, but they were all short. Uh, Fourth and three was the longest that they converted. So fourth down and five here for Alma at the Palmer 30 as they line up to go for it out of the shotgun corner. He rolls to his left. It's a shovel pass complete, and they've got the first down, but only by about a half yard to the 25-yard line into the hands of Jackson McKenzie, and that is enough to move the chains and get another first down here for the Cardinals, but they've got to be ready to go, and they are 33 seconds to go in the half. They have one timeout remaining at the Tiger 25. Conert's just going to spike it and clock the ball here. 29 seconds to go. And it'll be second down and 10. The State High School football playoffs brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back into the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. 20-6 to six, Palmer. Alma desperately trying to get into the end zone here before halftime. They've got 29 seconds and 25 yards to cover. On second down, back to pass. Conard has time. His arms hit as he throws, and the ball falls incomplete, and he shakes it. It was Chandler Duncheski shoving one of the Alma players right back into Conard. Incomplete. I've got Chase with just four completions so far in the ball game on 10 attempts for a total of 31 yards. In fact, he's got a 20-yarder, a 1, a 5, and a 5, so... Not much there in the pass game. They did have a really nice one wiped out by a penalty. Third down and 10 to go at the 25-yard line of Palmer. One timeout remaining. Conard in the shotgun this time. He'll empty the backfield. It's a quarterback draw right up the middle. Now he goes to the right side, 20, 15, cuts back 10. It's first and goal. A beautiful call that time by Coach Frex and his staff. First and goal at the 10-yard line, a 15-yard run by Chase 
Conert, and that will be the ninth first down. Let's see what they decide to do here. They are going to burn the timeout instead of spiking the football, and now you don't have any you don't have any security blanket because that is the final timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. We'll just go ahead and keep it here. It looked like they were ready to go, and with 18 seconds to go, you probably aren't going to get more than three plays off anyway. This means you can't run it, is what this means. You cannot run the football. And it'll be 18 seconds remaining here in quarter number two. Trying to come up with the play on the sideline. Let's uh, re let's re uh, tell you what just happened. That was uh, McKenzie lined up in the Wildcat on that last play, so he took it up the field instead of Conert, and McKenzie getting the 15 yards. Ryan Edwards keeping the eye on it here for the Carney Hub. You can read that spectacular article tomorrow morning. 18 seconds to go. The timeout is gone. First and goal for Alma. Down 20 to 6. They'll spread the field again. Conert will send Kavorik in motion. Three step drop, backside pressure. The pass is complete. McKenzie's into the end zone. Touchdown. Just a little drag. McKenzie, a 10 yard touchdown pass from Chase Conert. And that is exactly what the doctor ordered here for the Alma Cardinals to keep this ball game close. And now an important two-point conversion. So Coder takes it underneath, gets it to McKenzie, and he is into the end zone for the touchdown. And Alma has cut it to eight with 14 seconds to go. Nice job, Chase Conert. It was a dangerous play, too. Had they tackled him, they might not have got another one off. On the two-point conversion, option left. Conert, late pitch. McKenzie just can't get it. It was behind him, and the ball goes out of bounds. And the conversion is no good. So with 14 seconds remaining here in the first half, it's Palmer 20, Alma 12, the five-points bank touchdown, a 10-yard pass from Chase Conert to Jackson McKenzie. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. A pooch kick is going to be picked up at the 11-yard line here by Palmer, looking for blocks down the left sideline, 15, 20, 25, 30, and brought down by Chase Conant. Was he the man that went over there and got the tackle? No, that is going to be Burke Beeler that made the tackle on the far sideline with eight seconds to go. A 75-yard drive that time for Palmer after fielding the ball, the kickoff at their own five for the Alma Cardinals going 75 yards. Now Palmer, 
A chance for maybe two plays. It looks like they're going to try something. They're lined up to throw it. Reimers takes it, looks short left, now has time, throws deep down the left sideline, and it is over the head of Michael Wolf and incomplete. And there was a big collision at the end of the play, but Wolf's able to get up and shake it off. Reimers actually hasn't hit a big pass play either that's counted. They had one that the – and Michael Wolf made a great catch on, but there was a flag on the play. So now there's two seconds to go, and then the ball will be at Palmer's 35-yard line. So now all Alma has to do is make sure they keep it in front of them. 20-12, to 12, Palmer, last play of the half. Reimers back to pass, rolling right, rolling. Has time, wants to throw it as far as he can to the left sideline, and it is going to be knocked away by Kavorik, intended for Wickman. And we are at halftime of our round two D1 state football playoff contest with the undefeated top seed of the West, Palmer Tigers, leading the 7-2 number nine seed, Alma Cardinals, by a score of 20-12. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll take a look at the first half stats. We'll also update the scoreboard. We'll look at some of the district volleyball that's coming up, Friday night's 11-man quarterfinals. Plenty to talk about as you're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney. Alma, Orleans, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. 20 to 12, Palmer at half. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Parents, your job is hard. Helping your student find a college won't be your last parental duty. At Hastings College, we promise to say everything you would because we mentor students as if they're our own. Find us at Hastings.edu. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week. Covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska, whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And welcome back to Alma. It's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. At the half, it is Palmer 20 and Alma 12, both teams scoring in the last two and a half minutes here of the second quarter. Now let's take a look at some other games from around the state, and we'll just start at the top of the bracket, which is the Alma-Palmer game. The next game is Chambers-Wheeler Central and West Holt. They have just kicked off. Medicine Valley has scored first on Elm Creek, so the Raiders lead Elm Creek 6 to nothing as they are in the first quarter, and that game is currently on ESPN 1460. At the half, Burwell and Perkins County are tied at 16. In the second, then it is Guardian Angels and Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family. That's one of the games we do not have an update on. Uh, if you happen to have a score on Guardian Angels and Humphrey, uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can give us a buzz or a text at 646-0506. It is in the second quarter, East Butler 16 and Heartland 14. At the half, Howells Dodge 22 and Lord Central Catholic 14. And a final from this afternoon, Creighton 76 and Tri-County 33. In Class D2, should just about be a final. Twin Loop 
59, Garden County 6. Twin Loop will play Blue Hill, who beat O'Neill St. Mary's 41-14 today. Blue Hill was up 35-0 at the half, then 41-0, and St. Mary's got a couple of late touchdowns. So Blue Hill will go to Twin Loop. We'll find out if that's at Sargent or at Taylor. I believe it would be at Sargent because their first-round game was at Taylor. Then today they were on the road. So uh, Blue Hill will take on Twin Loop. We'll have that game for you on the breeze, 94.5. The next round of the playoffs is Tuesday. Ansley Litchfield right now is all over Loomis, 36 to nothing in the first half. And Mullen and Sandhill Stedford are just getting underway. Top seed in the D2 East, Osceola, knocked off today by Fall City Sacred Heart, 34 to 28. Looking for an update on Lawrence Nelson and Bloomfield. Humphrey St. Francis leads Wynott, 32-22 at the half. And Bruning Davenport Shickley leads Randolph 50-6 in the second quarter. Again, here at the half, 20-12, Palmer leads Alma. We'll be back with more after this timeout. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. With our producer engineer Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda, the State High School Football Playoffs, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration at the half. It is Palmer 20 and Alma 12, the one versus nine matchup here in the D1 West bracket. 11-man football will continue with quarterfinal action on Friday, and here on Classic Hits, the 8-2 Carney Bearcats will travel to undefeated top-ranked Omaha North, considered one of the better football teams over the last decade. They really have things going under Coach Larry Martin. Our pregame is at 6.30, and kickoff is at 7 o'clock on Friday. Then Lincoln East will take on Omaha Burke. That is at Burke Stadium on the bottom half of the bracket in A. It is Creighton Prep after their scare against Norfolk. They're able to survive that. They'll play Millard North at 7 o'clock, and Millard West will be taking on Bellevue West in the other Class A quarterfinal. In Class B, the Aurora Huskies will head west to take on Elkhorn South Friday night at 7 o'clock, and Blair will host McCook at 6 o'clock. In the bottom half of the Class B bracket, it'll be Omaha Scut at Norris and Gretna at Beatrice. Both of those games will kick off at 7 o'clock. In the Class C1 playoff quarterfinals on Friday, we will be in Wahoo as the Warriors take on Kearney Catholic in a battle of 9-1 and one teams. You'll hear that on ESPN 1460 with a 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock kickoff. The winner of that will take on either Ogallala or Bishop Newman, who is the number one seed. Ogallala, just like this, is a 1-9 matchup, so Ogallala will host that at 6 o'clock Central on Friday, just like the Kearney Catholic Wahoo game. The bottom half of the C1 bracket, 7 o'clock games. Aquinas at O'Neill. That should be an unbelievable football game. 
and Boys Town will be at Arlington. And then finally, in the Class C2 quarterfinals, at the top of the bracket, the number one seed went down. UTAN, one of the more dangerous teams, and just getting in as the 16th seed, will be at St. Paul Friday night. St. Paul, who had trouble winning football games for the last five years, now sets at 8-2 and two on the season. They'll take on 7-3 and three UTAN in St. Paul for a berth in the state semifinals at 7 o'clock Friday. And then also in that side, Wilbur Claytonia, who's the number one ranked team, but the number four seed, will host Hardington Cedar Catholic at 6.30. The bottom of the C2 bracket Friday, 6 o'clock, Crofton will be at Valentine, 7 o'clock, Oakland Craig will be at Battle Creek in a rematch of last year's state semifinals where Oakland Craig won and went on to the championship where they eventually lost to Aquinas. There's also volleyball going on. We'll talk about what's coming up on the districts tomorrow and throughout the weekend right after this on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Doug Duda along with our producer-engineer Ed Smith. Glad to have you along. Uh, we've got Class A district volleyball going on tonight. Kearney and Grand Island. Uh, Grand Island's playing North Platte and Lincoln Pius the 10th. And Kearney High is uh, playing at Papillion La Vista South tonight. But tomorrow we've got the Class D district volleyball championships. The winners head on to state. Here are your matchups uh, in Class D. In D1, it'll be Norris hosting the Johnson-Brock-Meridian match. Cedar Bluffs plays Guardian Angels. North Central against Lutheran High. Blue Hill and Fullerton will play at Grand Island Central Catholic. The Alma Lady Cardinals will play Ansley Litchfield at Kearney Catholic tomorrow. And it'll be Dundee County Stratton against Maxwell. All of those games serve at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Then in the D2 bracket tomorrow, it'll be Exeter Milligan against Humphrey St. Francis at Central City. Why not? And O'Neill St. Mary's at Pierce. Riverside and Hampton will play at St. Paul. Here on Classic Hits, we will have Elwood against Red Cloud from Kearney High. Neither program has ever been to the state tournament. 7 o'clock for all those games we just talked about. Brady and Hyannis will play at 6.30 Central at Ogallala. And Cody Kilgore and Potter Dix will play at 8 o'clock Central at Alliance, all of Class D tomorrow. Then Class B and Class C will have their district finals on Saturday afternoon. Class B, the better seed, gets to host. That means Grand Island Northwest will host Omaha Gross and Aurora will host Elkhorn South. Those games begin at 1 o'clock. Other Class B district finals, Bennington at the top seed, Scott Waverly at Gretna, Alliance at Elkhorn, Seward at Omaha Duchenne, Omaha Ron Colley out at Sydney, and Norris at Platteview. The first year of the format of districts on a Saturday in Class C this year, and they play at neutral sites. 
The area teams that will be battling include Kearney Catholic playing Arlington Saturday afternoon at 1 in Seward, and that's the game we'll have here on Classic Hits. Also, Ord and Omaha Concordia will play at Clarkson at 1. Grand Island Central Catholic and Malcolm will play at York at 2.30. St. Paul and Columbus Lakeview will play at Central City at 3. Elsewhere in C1, Syracuse plays Shadron, the halfway point, Gothenburg. Pierce will play Bishop Newman at Columbus Scotus. Ogallala and Chase County will play at Perkins County. Lincoln Christian and North Bend will play at Wahoo. In C2 action on Saturday, area teams will have Hastings St. Cecilia playing Howells Dodge at Centennial High School Saturday at 1 on ESPN 1550. And again, any radio game is also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Also in C2, Donovan Trumbull will play Freeman at Milford at 2. Centura will play Hemingford at Paxton at 2. And Southern Valley will play Cambridge at Lexington at 4. The other C2 district finals on Saturday, Creighton and Crofton will play at Norfolk at 2. Diller Odell and Archbishop Birkin will play at Lincoln Lutheran at 2. Stanton and Nebraska Christian will play at David City Aquinas at 2. And Ponca and Hardington Cedar Catholic will play at 4.30 at Laurel Concord. So that kept you, keeps you up to date on what's going on with volleyball. Football, it is 20-12. Palmer leads Alma. Palmer will get the ball to start the second half, and we'll look at the first half stats right after this. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Here are the first half numbers I have for the Palmer Tigers. Hunter Reimers, 7 carries, 61 yards and a touchdown. Spencer Wickman, 7 carries, 19 yards and a touchdown. And Caden Reimers, 8 carries, 73 yards and a touchdown. Caden Reimers was a 42-yarder and Hunter was a 46-yarder. The bulk of the carry uh, yardage came on those two runs. Palmer, 22 rushes, 153 yards. And we have uh, passing, Reimers, 4 of 9, no interceptions, no touchdowns for 33 yards. So 33 through the air, 153 on the ground. That's 186 yards, 9 first downs, 2 punts for an average of 29.5, no turnovers, 3 penalties for 15 yards. For Alma, 17 carries for Jackson McKenzie, 123 yards, and he has... A touchdown in the football game. Eric Kavorik, six carries for 13 yards. Caleb Kindler, one carry for 29 yards. It helps set up the last touchdown. And Chase Conert, four carries for 12 yards. That is 28 rushing attempts for Alma in the football game. And we'll give him 41-54. That is 177 yards on the ground unofficially for Alma. 
As far as getting it up into the air, 11 passes attempt for Chase Conert. He has completed five of those. No interceptions. He does have one touchdown, 41 yards through the air, 177 on the ground. That's 218 yards for Alma, 10 first downs. They have five penalties for 36 yards, no turnovers. Three punts for an average of about 33 yards, 46, 18, and then 33 in the football game. And 10 first downs for Alma. So 10 for Alma, 9 for Palmer, 218 yards for Alma, 186 for Palmer. And uh, it's basically on the ground, 153 for Palmer, 177 for Alma. Alma's two touchdowns, one of them a 10-yard touchdown pass from Conert to McKenzie, and the first one a 37-yard run from Jackson McKenzie. And so your score here at the half remains, Palmer 20 and Alma 12. Uh, Again, the story for Palmer converting some fourth downs. Each one of their touchdowns, they have converted a fourth down. And, of course, for Alma, they also have converted fourth down on that last touchdown drive. 46-yard run for Hunter Reimers with 5.01 to go in the first quarter. Completed a 65-yard drive. They were sacked on the pass attempt, 6-0. Alma answered right back less than a minute later when McKenzie went in from 37 yards out to complete a 64-yard drive. The run was no good. 6-6 with 4.18 to go in the first quarter. Then a 50-yard drive was capped off by a 6-yard Spencer Wickman run. The two-point pass was no good, and it is... 12-6, 10 seconds to go in the first quarter, and that's how the quarter ended. Then a much more defensive second quarter of play until Caden Reimers busted off a 42-yard run around the right end. Again, after converting a fourth down, Wolf ran in the reverse for a two-point conversion, 227 to go in the half, 20-6 Palmer. But after converting fourth down and getting an end around there with Caleb Kindler, it was a 10-yard touchdown pass from Conert to McKenzie with 14 seconds to go before halftime. The two-point run was no good. That was a 75-yard drive. And at the half, your score is Palmer 20 and Alma 12, and Palmer will get the ball to start the second half. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Doug Duda with you here at Alma, and we'll get the second half underway in a moment. At Hastings College, there are only 12 students to each professor. We don't have 300-seat lecture halls, so you get to be you, not a number. Hastings College is a great place. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week, covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska. Whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is Mike Allison with Nebraska Land National Bank. Confidence in your bank has never been more important than today. Here at Nebraska Land National Bank, you can take solace knowing that we will always do the right thing to be fair with our customers. We work with our customers to tailor services to meet their individual needs and always have their best interests at heart. It's been a cornerstone of our culture from the beginning. We thank our customers and community for your ongoing confidence in us. Nebraska Land Member FDIC. Game 7 of the World Series. Dexter Fowler's leadoff home run gave the Cubs a 1-0 lead. That's where we stand top of the second. Cubs 1, Indians nothing. Currently airing on ESPN 1550. Right now, we are ready to get the second half underway here at Alma. As the sun is more than down on KKPR-FM, Carney, Alma, Palmer. As we're ready to boot it away here. 
And it looks like as we kick it away, whistles blew. Now the short kick's going to be taken at the 23-yard line, a pooch kick, and Palmer gets about a five-yard return out to the 28-29 yard line. They do not want to put the speedsters with the ball in their hand, and Hunter Reimers will get the short return. But a good starting spot here for Palmer at their own 29-yard line. First down and 10 for the Tigers, leading it 20-12 here on Classic Hits. And on first down and 10 out of the shotgun, Reimers looks, throws it out here in the flat. It's complete to Wolf at the 35, turns up the field. He gets to the 40, and he is going to get in to uh, Alma territory at the 37-yard line, a gain of 14. And for Reimers, that is his longest completion of the entire ball game, and it comes on the first play of the second half. Hansley Litchfield, 44, Loomis, 14 at the half. First down and 10. They'll hand it off to Wickman out of the backfield, and he'll crash off left end for about a yard to the 37. Gain of one for Spencer. Spencer is just kind of that throw-you-off back. He hasn't had any big runs. He had the six-yard touchdown run, but only 20 yards on eight carries. Second out and nine at the Alma 37-yard line out of the shotgun. Caden Reimers throws it out here in the flat, complete to Wolf again, and he'll be pushed out of bounds at the first down marker by Caleb Kindler. And I believe it's enough to move the sticks. We'll wait for the official indication. He's at the 28. Looks like he is just a couple of inches short. So an eight-yard pass completion. It'll be third down and half a yard to go. They'll hand it off and room over the left side for Rymers. Breaks a tackle inside the 25. Drags defenders with him to the 20-yard line. A gain of eight more on the play for Hunter Rymers. And Palmer with an impressive opening drive here to start the third quarter. They're getting right after it. Moving the ball down the field. The second first down after starting at the 29. They are now down to the 21-yard line. On first and 10, they'll run option right side. Quarterback keeper Reimers. He'll be drugged down from behind by Cooper Wright, it looks like. And they'll get him to the 15-yard line. A nice gain of five. McCurdy in there as well, I guess. So it'll be... A second down and about five yards to go. Long four, short five, however you want to run that up there for the quarterback, Caden Reimers. He'll stay out of the shotgun. They'll check with the sideline again. Not hard to spot the coach. There's only about eight other guys standing over there. Reimers will send his man in motion left to right. Now keep it himself up the middle. He'll kick to the left side, down the numbers, inside the five, and into the end zone for a Palmer touchdown. A 15-yard touchdown run for Caden Reimers. That'll be his second of the night. And the Tigers now up 26-12. to And now these conversions again become very, very important, especially since Alma's 0 of 2. Palmer's 1 of 3. They got their last one. But if it turns into a shootout, you don't want to fall behind by that extra score just because of the conversion. Caden Reimers all by himself out of the pistol formation. Twins left and right, wants to throw into the end zone, and it is low and caught. Two-point conversion, good scoop up by Wolf over there, and the two-point conversion is good. It only took 90 seconds for Palmer to move 61 yards and get eight points. It's the Palmer Tigers 28, the Alma Cardinals 12. That timeout or that touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank. 
NewTech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put NewTech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Banner Capital Bank has been serving the Southern Valley area for over 125 years and is very proud to support the local athletes and coaches in and out of the game tonight. See Banner Capital Bank for all your financial needs. We invite you to look at all our products and services and give us the opportunity to show you what we can do to assist you in your banking needs. From personal to business, we are the bank you can trust. Best of luck to the Alma Cardinals from everyone at Banner Capital Bank in Alma. Member FDIC. Ready to boot it away now for the Pump Tigers is Chandler Duncheski. Let's see if Alma can get a return on this one. Duncheski pounds it deep and no chance. That one's going to go about seven yards deep in the end zone. And Alma will have to start at their own 15-yard line and their first possession. And they've got to keep the chin up, keep doing what they're doing. They were able to answer on the last drive of the second quarter. Now they've got to answer on the first drive of the third. Palmer has scored the last two times they've touched the football. 28-12 Tigers. And Alma, who out-yarded Palmer in the first half, now will start at their own 15-yard line. Out of the eye formation, Chase Conert will set him down. He'll hand it off to his eye back. Of course, McKenzie gets across the 20 and near the first down marker as he's tackled at the 24-yard line. McKenzie with 123 yards on 17 carries in the first half of play and just got stronger as the game moved along. Just a sophomore. Alma has... A few more guys on the roster than Palmer. If they wear them down, they got to be within striking distance, kind of like they were against Hemingford last week. Second and one. Fake Kavor, give it McKenzie. First down. He's got five. He's going to get all the way out to the 30-yard line. Just mark it short. A gain of six for McKenzie and an Alma. First down. Again, as we talked about in the pregame and throughout the first half, not a whole lot fancy for the Alma Cardinals when they had to get it down the field in the final two minutes and 20 seconds of the half. They did spread it out a little bit. But they want to stay in this base eye formation with both ends, and that's what they do on first and 10 at their own 30. Conert, again, McKenzie starts to the right side, runs into the pile, spins, and is going to fall forward for a couple to the 32-yard line. Alma wants to grind this out, push on that defensive line up front. Again, Palmer only 16 total kids suited up tonight. They had 17 on the roster, one injured. And they're trying to keep it on the outside here when they can for speed and up the middle with power. They did a good job of mixing that up. They're stuck on third and short a couple of times. Here on second down, it's a quarterback naked bootleg. Starts left. Conert then runs into a defender, cuts it back up over the center, and gets across the 35 to the 39. Good gain on the play of seven. It'll be third down and one. Chase has not kept it much in the football game tonight. That's only his fifth carry. But here are the plays where they really, for some reason, have struggled. Third and somewhat short, anywhere from one to five yards. It is third and one at their own 39-yard line. Conert against that three-man front. Quarterback sneak comes straight ahead. 
And this is going to depend on the spot. I think the ball hit the 40-yard line. That looks like what the side judges are agreeing on. If that's the case, it would be a first down. And that is the case. First down here for Alma. There's nothing impressive about it. Chase Conert didn't have a big surge for his offensive line. He just kind of leaned between the guard and center on the left side following Tanner Tibbetts, but it's enough to move the chains. Right at midfield here for Alma. First and 10, they trail at 28-12. Palmer on top, eight and a half to go third quarter. On first and 10, hand it to McKenzie. He'll come up the middle for five more. And Palmer getting low to make the tackle. It seems like they've got a ton of kids in there all night long. Tanner Tibbetts will make the tackle defensively. And five a crack. Alma will take that all night long. That plays into their hand. Time of possession, grind it out, try to wear down the defense. Second down and five at the Palmer 35-yard line. Conert sets him down. Takes the count, hands it off right side. McKenzie works for a hole, finds it, squirts free, has the first down inside the 30, down to about the 29-yard line. Six more. He is doing a good job of using speed, but he finds the hole. He waits for that block, then explodes through it. And Alma, starting at their own 15, have now marched it down to the 29-yard line of Palmer. 7.45 and counting here. Three minutes now on this drive for the Cardinals. Pitch play left side and running into his own man and then getting tackled behind the line of scrimmage will be McKenzie. And through there is Dominic Donahue to make the tackle. It's going to be a loss of two on the play. And then this is what slows things down a little bit. You get four and five every time. You can move it down the field, but you have second and third and long. It puts you in an uncomfortable situation here for the Cardinals. Seven and two, their only losses to Elm Creek and Medicine Valley, who incidentally are playing right now in the first half on ESPN, 1460. Second and 12 at the 31 of Palmer. Stacking that box with six players. They'll give it to the fullback, Kavorik. Pull it back. Pitch play outside. McKenzie finds a block. Gets to the 25, and he'll be drugged down at the 20-yard line. A gain of 11 on the play, and it'll be third down and short. Chase Conard, another great read that time. And as he's being drugged down, he gets the pitch out there. It'll be third down and two. Ball spotted just short of the 20. Needs to get to the 19. So it's about third and a yard and a half here. For the Alma Cardinals, trying to answer the Palmer touchdown on the first drive of the second half. That took him only about 90 seconds. Third and a yard and a half. They give it off again to McKenzie over the right side. He's got the first down, then hit hard, but he's got enough to move the chains again. The fourth first down on this series for the Cardinals. 6.23 to go, third quarter. Palmer 28, Alma 12. You're listening online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Our next football is Friday here on Classic Hits. Carney High at Omaha North. They'll put a few more people on the field, but the field won't look any better. I'll guarantee you that. It is first down and 10. Inside the 20 at the 18, quarterback keeper, Conert, spins right side, 15, gets to the sideline, and it'll be shoved out of bounds inside the 10. Again, close to the first down marker. They knocked the marker over there. Think about a yard short. And Koner just keeps it all the way. Never going to pitch that baby. And it's going to be second down and nine. Or second down and one after a gain of nine by Koner. Running in with the play this time will be Eric Kavorik. One yard for a first down. 
And eight yards for a touchdown. Back to the eye formation. Coder, quarterback sneak, tries to follow his man forward. Looks like he's got more than enough towards the seven-yard line. Palmer didn't necessarily expect that on second and one. And a gain of two for Chase. And it's first down and goal. Alma started at their own 15. They've got five first downs. And they've got seven more yards to try and cut this lead. And remember, once they score, they're going to have to get the two-point conversion if they want to make it a one-score game. It's 28-12, Palmer up by 16. First and goal at the seven, Kavorik the fullback. Jackson McKenzie, the eye back, done a great job since taking over the position. They give it to Jackson again off left side, and he is upended. Getting his hand in there was Chad Samuelson, and he falls forward for maybe a yard. I'm not sure that he even got to the six-yard line. We're going to say no gain that time for McKenzie. Again, one of those where if the ankle tackle wasn't made, he would have been close to getting in. Second and goal, Alma at the seven-yard line of the Palmer Tigers. Good, long drive, over five minutes now on this drive. But they have to get in. Conert sets him down, takes the snap. McKenzie again, now he's going to kick it back, wants to follow his blockers, and there's nothing there. Maybe got to the six. Well covered by the Tigers. In there is Duncheski, also Samuelson. And they'll say no gain for Conert. Don't know what it is about uh, certain places on the field tonight for Alma, but they now have themselves in a third down situation. Two downs to get it in there, obviously. What will they call? Go to the error, grind it out, see what you can get. Third and goal to seven. Conert, fullback, Kavork. He's going to keep it himself on the option. Conert to the outside scores, and here's a flag. I tell you, every big play, we've seemed to see a flag tonight. There's a couple big runs where they got to the edge where there was no flag. But as soon as Conant turned the corner, the penalty flag came out. Conant's in there, but where the flag's at, it has to be an illegal block. And our referee conferring. And they're going to call a hold. And that'll make it third and even longer now. First penalty of the second half. Sixth penalty of the ball game on the Alma Cardinals. And that'll move the ball back to the 14-yard line. So they picked up three on the play, but the penalty marks off 10. Third and goal at the 14, 28-12 Palmer. 4.23 to go here in the third quarter. Doug Duda along with our producer-engineer Ed Smith. Glad to have you along. State football playoffs brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Alma needs a play. Split out wide to the left is Kavorik. Out of the shotgun, they will empty the backfield. Quarterback draw this worked earlier, and it's not going to work so good this time. They'll get inside the 10 and lined up in that wildcat was McKenzie. So Palmer may not have caught it like I didn't catch it the first time, and they did catch it this time, a gain of five for McKenzie, and now it's fourth and goal at the nine-yard line. Four minutes to go, and now you got to run one of your favorite plays, whatever that is. Conert comes over and gets the call from Coach Frex. And if Palmer can come up with a stop here, that really sets the stage for the Tigers in the fourth quarter. They will send Conert under the center, say right in that eye formation. Fourth and goal for the nine. He's going to roll to his right. Now that backside screen, it's complete to the five, to the end zone. Touchdown. 
They were flagged on that earlier in the football game. This time they run it cleanly to Cooper Wright. And now an important two-point conversion. We said you go to your bread and butter play, the play you like. And that's definitely a play they like. The second touchdown pass for Conard. I think that's only his sixth, if I've got this scratched out right. Only his sixth of the year, so two of them here tonight. Of course, most of the time you don't have to go to the air. But they need the two-point conversion here to cut it to eight. And a I-formation look here. Koner gives it to McKenzie. Right side lowers the shoulder, and he is in there, it looks like. No indication yet. Yes, he is. Two-point conversion for Alma. Our five-points bank touchdown, a nine-yard pass from quarterback Chase Koner to Cooper Wright. And with 3.33 to go in this third quarter of play, it's Palmer 28, Alma 20. Harlan County Health Systems and Heartland Family Medicine in Alma would like to invite everyone to the Hospital Foundation fundraiser. Saturday night, November 7th, starting at 6 p.m. Come tailgate at the Alma Country Club, cheer on the Huskers, and be a part of a silent auction. Enjoy games, heavy appetizers, adults only. Tickets are available at the door. For more information, go to the Harlan County Health System Facebook page. Harlan County Health System and Heartland Family Medicine in Alma. Your county, your health care. Close to home. Since 1928, Tribe Motors is a family-owned Chevrolet dealership in Alma. They have been committed to delivering customers prompt, friendly, and competent service, offering special deals and offers for all Chevrolet drivers. We invite you to take a look at our 2017 Chevy Silverados. We work hard to keep our overhead costs low so we can pass great savings on to our customers. Visit our dealership and take a look at our huge inventory. And if we don't have what you're looking for, we will find it for you. Best of luck, Cardinals. From everyone at Tribe Motors, Alma. Well, if you were with us in our New Tech Seed pregame show, you heard Coach Isaac Frex, and I'll t- finish that after this kick. It's a pooch kick here. It'll bounce at the 25, scooped up at the 20-yard line. Looking for running room is Hunter Reimers, now going backwards, trying to get to the outside, and he is going to be run down and brought down by Burke Beeler. He went all the way from the Alma sideline, tried to turn it in front of the Palmer sideline, and that was a good coverage kick that time on the pooch. For Alma, Palmer will take over at the 22. But Coach Frex talking about a 16-play touchdown drive against Hemingford, grinding it out. This was a 17-play, 65-yard drive that took seven minutes and two seconds. Now they have to stop Palmer, and no big plays right off the get-go here as they will run a quarterback counter this time. Reimers gets to the left side. He'll be thrown out of bounds into the Palmer bench as he crosses the 30 to about the 32. That's close to a first down. And again, they're going to mark him just inches short. It'll be second and a half a yard there, and they are getting quarterback Caden Reimers much more involved in the run game here, and they are actually going to go ahead and bring the chains out, just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home, Carney Towing and Repair. They don't have to bring the chains out very far because the ball is marked right there on the Palmer sideline. They will stretch them out. And when you get on your knees, you know it's a length or a link of chain there, and that's all that they are short. So second down and an inch here for Palmer. Checking the scoreboard at the World Series. They go to bottom of the third, Cubs one and Indians nothing. And looking at some of the other high school football games, it is West Holt 7, Chambers-Wheeler Central 6 in the second quarter. 
The winner of that game plays the winner of this game. Medicine Valley leads Elm Creek 12-8 in the second. Perkins County leads Burwell 30-24 in the fourth. Guardian Angels over Humphrey. Lindsey Holy Family 40-6 in the third. Hartland leads at the half over East Butler 46-22. And we'll have more coming up here for you in just a little bit. Palmer will get out of the shotgun here on second and an inch. They'll have twins to the right side as quarterback Caden Reimers calls the count. He'll simply just hand it off to Wickman, who comes across the middle and has the first down and more up to the 38-yard line. Good, strong run that time. It was actually Reimers, my bad. Hunter Reimers carried the football, and he takes it from the 32 to the 38 for a gain of six and a Palmer first down. Palmer's ready to go again. Can Alma keep up the pace here? They'll hand it off again. Reimers up the middle into Alma territory, breaks a tackle, and maybe Alma's the one getting tired first inside the 35 and close to another first down between the 31 and the 32-yard line. Looks like he's got it, too. They will eye it. We may see the chains again. As it sets, it looks like he's got it, and they will bring the chains back out, just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. Carney Towing and repair. We can go two or three weeks without the chains coming out, and then sometimes you got to get them out three or four times in a game. This is back-to-back to bring him out here for Palmer. I think he's going to have this one. They stretch it, and it is a first down. Ten-yard run for Hunter Reimers, and Alma has not found a way to stop Palmer on their first two possessions of the third quarter. 3.02 to go in the third. Palmer 28, and Alma 20. Each team scored on their opening possession. It took less than 90 seconds for Palmer. It took seven minutes for Alma. But the same result, they each ended up with eight points. First down and 10. Ball at the 32-yard line. Back to pass. Reimers out here in the flat. Pass a little low. And are they going to say he scooped it up? Uh, Yes, they will. Chandler Duncheski with the catch. There never was an indication the... Side judges took the ball and threw it back into the middle of the field at the 25. That'll be a gain of six for Palmer. Just enough to keep Alma honest. They like running the ball. Now they'll empty the backfield. Send Wickman in motion on the jet sweep. Give it to him from right to left. And he is going to be drugged down from behind, but forward by Jackson McKenzie, who tracked him down. But since he was tackling from behind, they went far enough forward to get the first down. A gain of five that time for Spencer Wickman, and that is the sixth first down of this quarter for Palmer. After just getting three in the second quarter, they've got 15 unofficially. They're on the move again. Ball spotted at the Alma 20-yard line. Wickman in motion. They fake the jet sweep, give it straight up the middle, into the hands of Reimers, breaks a tackle, lowers a shoulder inside the 15, gets down to about the 12 before his knee comes down. Finally, Tyson McCurdy is able to get him to the ground. It's going to be a gain of eight Second down and two. Reimers is headed towards the 100-yard mark. He's got 93. Caden has 102. Hunter has 93. Quick quick snap right up the middle inside the five-yard line on the quick hitter to Reimers again. And he is going to get seven on that play. And it'll be first down and goal, and that puts Hunter Reimers right at 100 yards here in the football game. First down and goal as Palmer again tries to go up by two scores. Ball at the five-yard line. Caden Reimers out of the shotgun. Hunter stands to his left. 
He will follow Hunter. Caden keeps it. He's inside the three to the two. He comes down, and maybe the ball came loose, but they say he is down. I'm not sure the ball came loose, or they just say his knee's down at the one. It'll be a gain of four for Caden Reimers. And it is second down and goal at the one. Let's see if they put him under center. Doesn't look like it. They're going to spread the field. That is almost assuredly a quarterback draw now for Reimers. Second and goal at the one. And that's exactly what it is. And he gets in there. Touchdown, Alma. They hit him in the back. Or touchdown, Palmer. They hit him in the backfield. McKenzie did, but not enough to drop him. And a one-yard touchdown run from Caden Reimers. That'll be his third touchdown run of the ball game. 34-20. Palmer has scored on their last three possessions of this football game. 104 remaining here in the third quarter. So every possession here has been scored on the two-point conversion. Pass over the middle, and it is caught again for a two-point conversion. They love getting the ball to Wolf. This time, though, they throw it to Wickman, and it's a 16-point lead once again for Palmer. Our five-points bank touchdown is a one-yard run by Caden Reimers, his third of the night, and with 104 to go in the third, it is Palmer 36, Alma 20 on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. State football playoffs brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration as Palmer gets ready to kick it off again. And this boot will sail into the end zone. And the adrenaline running through the Palmer Tigers looking for their 10th win of the season and a matchup in the next round with either West Hole or Chambers Wheeler Central. So, whoever, it'll be headed north of Alma. About everything in the state is north of Alma, though, right? 36 to 20. Palmer, three straight scores, but Alma's had two straight scores. But now they're playing catch-up. They have to score on every possession with a minute to go here in the third quarter of play. And Alma has to grind it out on the ground. That's where they've done most of their damage. Line up in the I formation again. Conner to McKenzie. Starts left, nowhere to go. Now comes to the right, looking for a hole. Everything he got was on his own, and he'll scoot forward for about three to the 18-yard line. I have Jackson McKenzie with 171 yards. He has carried the ball 11 times in this quarter, 28 in the football game here for Alma, but that is the way they move the ball, and it has worked. In fact, the only pass completion they had on that 17-play drive was the touchdown. Second down and seven at their own 18-yard line. Take the snap. Fake Kavork, run option. Conert will keep it. Has a little crease. He's going to get the first down right at the 25-yard line. 
and stop the clock with 23 seconds to go here in the quarter. Alma has definitely run more plays in this football game as Donahue in on the tackle again. He, along with Samuelson, playing right on that defensive line with Tanner Tibbetts. And probably time for one more play for Alma if they want to run it. Considering they're down 16, they probably need to get another play off here before the end of the quarter. They come up over the ball with nine seconds. Second down and seven. They'll get the snap into the hands of Chase Conert. He will fake Kavork. It's an end around. Here's Kindler again down the left sideline, 35-40. Is he the fastest man? No, he's shoved out of bounds inside the 25 by Reimers. Caden came over, but it works again. Kindler had a 29-yarder in the first half. And this one from his own 25, 32 yards down to the 23-yard line. And that is how the third quarter will come to an end. And after three in this D1 State playoff game in Alma, it's the undefeated top seed Palmer Tigers 36, the 7-2-9 seed Alma Cardinals 20 on Classic Hits. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown Carney for a free estimate. Big play to end the third quarter there for Alma. Now can they take advantage? First and 10 at the 23-yard line of Palmer trailing 36-20. They dropped the snap now wanting to throw. They were going to throw that backside screen again but dropping the snap just killed the play and Conert is going to be dropped for a loss on the play back to the 26-yard line. It's a loss of three. It's actually the first sack of the game by either team. And it'll be second down and 13. Running in the play is Gunner Prickett. Checks it out. Needing a score. And there hasn't been a turnover in the game. Alma will have to force one, it would have seemed, in this game. They'll hand it up the middle. They're expecting McKenzie. And Jackson gets a couple inside the 25 to the 24. 173 yards now on his 29th carry of the ball game. And there is a man down on the field getting twisted up under the pile there for the Alma Cardinals. And it looks like the pile just kind of fell on whoever the young man is out on the field. Can't tell by the number yet. And we have got an injury, and it is McKenzie. And that is not good. He has been the workhorse, and uh-oh, they are already signaling for the ambulance. And you got to wonder if he got bent over backwards. Usually when that happens, they can tell it's a leg. Jackson has not been moving. And as we put the glasses out there, 
He's got one leg on top of the other, so it might be something else. But it is not good, whatever it is. They have waved the uh, cart out. And a timeout here. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And that might be what ends up sucking the life out of Alma, who's playing well. It's just that Palmer has one more score, and they've been playing catch-up pretty much all night long. With 11-10 to go in the game, it is Palmer 36 and Alma 20. We'll take a break and be back. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me and it just relaxes me and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. You know, there have been too many running back injuries, any injuries too many, but too many running back injuries for Alma throughout the year. And uh, the latest now will be to uh, Jackson McKenzie. Uh, already Kavorik and Janicek had been out. Kavorik's able to return, and now he'll probably move into that main spot here as they continue to uh, work on Jackson McKenzie, who was injured after his 29th carry. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at some scores. We'll go down to D2. It was top seed in the West Twin Loop, able to uh, take care of Garney, Garden County 59-6. to They will host Blue Hill on Tuesday, who downed O'Neill St. Mary's 41-14. to In the fourth quarter, Ansley Litchfield 50, Loomis 14. Ansley Litchfield will avenge a triple overtime loss, and this will be the only loss of the year for Loomis. Early on in the second quarter, Mullen 8, Sandhill Stedford 6. Earlier today, Fall City Sacred Heart beat Osceola, the top seed in the East in D2, 34-28, and they will travel to Bloomfield, who knocked out Lawrence Nelson today, 50-20. In the third quarter, a great one here, Humphrey St. Francis, 40, why not 36, and in the fourth quarter, Bruning Davenport, Shickley, 50, and Randolph, 30. Now let's go back up to a D1. At the top of the bracket is our game. We have 11-10 to go. It's 36-20, Palmer leading Alma. The winner will take on either West Holt or Chambers Wheeler Central, and West Holt is the 12 seed, is currently leading Chambers Wheeler Central 13 to 12 in the second quarter. Elm Creek 14, Medicine Valley 12 in the second quarter. That's currently airing on ESPN 1460. In the fourth quarter, it was supposed to be the game of the night, and right now it is. Burwell 30, Perkins County 30 in the fourth quarter. Of course, uh, Burwell, the state runner-up last year. And uh, Perkins County, uh, one of the best teams in the state. It is Guardian Angels, the number one seed in the East, leading uh, Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family 40-6 to in the third. At halftime, Heartland 46, East Butler 22. Another dandy in the fourth quarter of play. It is Howells Dodge 30, Lords Central Catholic 28. And earlier today, Creighton defeated Tri-County 76 
32-33. Those are the scores from around the state on this second round of Class D action. Again, quarterfinals for all are on Tuesday. 11-man quarterfinals are coming up on Friday. Here on Classic Hits, Kearney travels to number one Omaha North. And in C1, it will be the 4-5 matchup as Kearney Catholic travels to Wahoo on ESPN Radio, 6 o'clock on Friday night. Also from the area, Aurora will be traveling to Elkhorn South. And in C2, St. Paul will be hosting UTAN. In the World Series, the Indians scratch across a run in the third. Cubs and Indians 1-1. Game 7 of the World Series, top of the fourth. You can hear it on ESPN 1550. They continue to work on sophomore Jackson McKenzie, getting him strapped to a board and put on the uh, gator cart here. Our timeout, it is 36-20. Palmer leading Alma. As Alma is moving the ball, they have it third down and 11, though, at the Palmer 24 when we come back. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Again, a delay here at Alma as they are taking Jackson McKenzie off the field and up to the hospital here in Alma as we await word on maybe what the exact injury was. But a great job here by the Alma Fire and Rescue Crew to take care of Jackson, uh, uh, athletic director, football coaches, and uh, the crew here. But as they take... Jackson off the field. He's not giving the thumbs up as uh, they take him off the football field. And usually you get a wave or a thumbs up, but it sounds like maybe it's a big stinger or no feeling in the hands. And now I think the officials have uh, brought the teams together here or the teams came together. I'm not sure. Every player is out here at midfield to maybe say a quick little prayer. And then uh, break back over to the sidelines. So I don't know if that was probably initiated by Coach Glaus over at Palmer. Usually that's what would happen if the other team saw somebody injured. And now you have to get back to playing football to keep your season alive. And let's see if this will be a rally point for for, uh, Alma or if it's going to be kind of a punch to the gut here because you have to come back and play the final 11 minutes and we wish nothing but the best for the sophomore, Jackson McKenzie. So as we come back to action, Doug Duda with you here at Alma with 11-10 to go in the football game. It is Palmer 36, Alma 20. Neither team has been stopped here in the uh, second half of play. Palmer scoring twice, Alma scoring once on a seven-minute drive. So 
There hasn't been much possession. They have it for the second time now, and they face third and 11 at the Palmer 24-yard line, and here we go. Conert on an option. Here's that end around again, trying to get around the right side. It's going to be Cooper Wright for the first time, and he slips because coming out there was Spencer Wickman, and he was trying to juke him a little bit, and he just slid down. After a short gain on the play of about four, it'll be fourth down and seven for Alma. So they had a long time to think about what they wanted to call while that was going on, and now it seems like everything is a must-get for the Alma Cardinals. Fourth down and seven, ball at the 20 of Palmer with ten and a half to go in the football game. And in the backfield now is the fullback is Kindler. They'll go back to pass Koner. Looking, wanted to go screen. It's well covered. He's got all day to throw it, but nobody's downfield. Now he'll scramble to his left. If he can get a block, he could run. Instead, he's going to throw it to the end zone, and it's a duck, and it's going to be knocked away. He tried to throw it so hard that it wobbled, and now we've got a penalty flag in the middle of the field. There wasn't much of a rush. So hard to see that this would be holding, but that's exactly where that flag is laying. And it indeed is against... Alma, well, they're going to pick the flag up. They're going to say there was an incomplete pass, and Palmer will take it over on down. So Alma in a situation they don't want to be in where they have to pass it, where the defense knows they have to pass it, and now they'll go on defense. Again, there's not been a turnover in this football game, and you have to figure if Palmer can just hold on to the football, they've got this one cinched up, leading 36-20, to just over 10 minutes to go. They get back to their offense, first and 10 at the 20. They'll fake the dive and hand it off on the inside slot to Wickman. Starts left, now reverses field right. He's through the 30, the 35, 40, down the sideline. They'll have to catch him and push him down inside the 30 of Alma, all the way down to the 26-yard line. That is a 34-yard run for Spencer Wickman. And Palmer has it first down and 10. 34 on the carry. And a good count of that time, cutting from left to right, and Palmer on the move again, trying to salt this one away with 10 minutes to go. Reimers in motion and hitting the quarterback. He doesn't have it, though, and it's going to be Reimers up the numbers to the 20 to the 15-yard line. Coming through there was Joseph Felix, and Kane Reimer said, what are you doing? I don't have the ball. That's how good of a fake it was. And they'll move it from the uh, 28 down to the 15. We'll give him 13 on the carry for Hunter Reimers. 113 yards in the game. And unless Palmer does something out of character, they're going to get into the end zone again. Reimers hands it off out of the slot. Wickman from right to left gets inside the 10 down to about the 6-yard line. And that's going to be another nine-yard gain. And Wickman now with 68. Both Rhymers are over 100. So for a team that throws the ball, Palmer's getting the job done on the ground. Second and one at the six. Quarterback Caden Rhymers out of the pistol. Sends Hayden in motion. Hands it to him up the middle of the field. And he's into the end zone. Hunter Rhymers has the touchdown from six yards out. And that tacks on to the lead, the second touchdown run of the night for Hunter Reimers to make the score 42-20 with 9.17 to go here in the ballgame. And that just that injury really seemed to affect Alma. They didn't come up with any stop after that. Palmer took it right down the field. They go for the two. Reimers puts his cut. 
as it in motion. There's some movement. I think maybe Alma jumped off sides this time, anticipating uh, the motion man. Usually they give it to Rymers. It is an offsides. So that'll move them a little closer and could make it easier to uh, get the two-point conversion. Our five-points bank touchdown, a six-yard run from running back Hunter Rymers. Now they go for two. Caden hands it to Hunter again. Hunter walks into the end zone, and the two-point conversion is good. And it looks like the Palmer Tigers are ready to move on to the state quarterfinals. Coming up on Tuesday, still 9-17 to go in the football game. It's Palmer 44 and Alma 20 here on Classic Hits. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Carney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. Doug Duda back with you here after that 61-yard drive. Makes it 44-20. to Some good news on Jackson McKenzie, the report from the field. There was a helmet-to-helmet on the tackle. He got knocked out, but uh, he was showing some response as they took him uh, over to the ambulance, so uh, had some movement. That's good to know for Jackson as we get ready to kick it off, and it'll be Don Chesky to boom another one into the end zone. Had a couple that he mishit there in the first half, but everything here in the second half has been into the end zone. 9-17 to go into all game. It is Palmer 44 and Alma 20, and you lose one of your top players in Jackson McKenzie. This is a name that you really, and a kid, you'll want to watch here over the next couple of seasons. He's just a sophomore. As uh, Alma will now try to find a way, the, you kind of put yourself where you need to throw it to keep things moving, and they can, but that's just not the way that they play football. So we'll see what... Coach Frex dials up here for his offense. Again, now with the injury, that moves Kavorik to I-back, Kindler to fullback, and they'll just give it to Kavorik. He's going to try out Kindler to the right side. He skirts outside to the 25, gets to about the 26, where he steps out of bounds. Two previous carries for Kindler in the game were on end of rounds where he was lined up and had 61 yards on those two carries. And here he's going to pick up the necessary yardage for first down. 11 yards on the play, moves it just across the 25, and it'll be first down and 10. But Alma not only needs three touchdowns, they've got to get all the two-point conversions. First and 10, and Conert going to keep it on the option, makes the pitch out to Kindler on the left side, gets to the line of scrimmage, and dives forward for about three to the 23, 24-yard line. It'll be second down and six after the four-yard gain. Don't forget when the ball game's over, it is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, and then we will be heading to Elm Creek and join our coverage of the Elm Creek Medicine Valley game, which is currently on ESPN 1460. So stay with us for that. Coming your way right after our coverage tonight 
And then a shorter edition of the Ruts Heating and Air Scoreboard Show when our coverage is done this evening. Second down and about six here for Alma at their 28-yard line. Handoff Kindler starts right, wants to cut back. His feet gave out, and Duncheski, or excuse me, Donahue, makes sure that he doesn't go anywhere. And it's going to be no gain on the play that time. Stays third down and six. More scores rolling in. The final, Ansley Litchfield over Loomis tonight, 65-20. to 20. And now, who knows, Ansley Litchfield might just be uh, physical enough to battle with the Mullins-Sandhill-Stedford winner. They won't be given much of a chance, but look out. Don't overlook him. Third down and six at their own 29-yard line. Conert going to roll to his right. Looks at that backside screen, but it's covered. Has time, and he's got room to run. Needs one block, and he spins out of the tackle, but is short of the first down. Just took a little too long to realize that there was room to run. He'll get to the 34, and it's going to be fourth down and one. A gain of four that time for Chase, and Alma's got to go for it. Down by 24 with seven and a half to go in the game. Burke Beeler comes in at the end. On fourth and one at their own 34-yard line. And this is kind of the first do-or-die moment here for Alma. They must convert. Out of the eye formation, Conert's going to keep it with the quarterback sneak. He's got it over the left side. He had to spin into that gap just to get across the 35-yard line. Picks up the yard that he needed, and that'll move the chains here for Alma. There's been a lot of first downs in this game. 20 for Alma. Palmer, 20 as well. And that'll move the sticks. We'll keep you up to date on some other scores here as this one plays itself out. The Cubs have taken the lead back from the Indians, 2-1 to one in the top of the fourth with a man on second and two outs. Halftime, West Holt, 13. Chambers-Wheeler Central, 12. Palmer will host whoever wins that game if they win here tonight. Take the fullback dive, pitch it out here to Kindler, but Palmer is all over him. Caleb finds a little crease, but there's a penalty flag as he gets three. And that penalty flag right where the center is, right in the middle of that line, never good for the offense. And our referee tells us a holding here on Alma. So that'll be the sixth, seventh penalty of the ball game for 56 yards. And Palmer just making that bend-don't-break defense right now. Even if they give up a score to Alma, they're sitting in good shape. Other scores at the half, Elm Creek 20, Medicine Valley 12. Burwell kicks a field goal with one second remaining to beat Perkins County 33-30. to Where did we hear that last week? Kearney Catholic did it. There was more than a second when they beat Columbus Scotus. But Burwell, 33, Perkins County 30. Guardian Angels over Humphrey, Lindsay, Holy Family, 53-18 in the third. Also in the third, Heartland, 54, East Butler, 28. First down now and 18 here. Conard, it's going to be a halfback pass. Kindler wants to go to Conard, but he's covered. So now he's got to run, bounces off a tackle. Still dancing, gets to the 30. That's a pretty good job right there by Caleb Kindler. The play was covered. Great defensive uh, stay at home and, and keeping your eyes on the prize there for Palmer. And Kindler is going to pick up about three on the play. There was absolutely nothing there for him. He did that all on his own. That was supposed to be wide open, but it was not. And it'll be second down and 15. uh, 
Second down, 15. Out of the eye formation. Fake the fullback. Again, option pitch behind Kindler. The ball's on the ground. He's trying to scoop it up. He does. Back inside the 20, though, at the 18. And it is going to be third and forever now for Alma. They're going to lose about 10 yards on the play. That is the first legit fumble of the contest. And that'll set up third. They need to get to the 35. They're back at the 19. So 26, 27, third and 27. And let's see what Allen wants to do here. Palmer will play the pass here with four defensive backs. Four. They'll play their four guys as defensive backs. They can play anything. The linebackers are just dropping back. And it looks like Alma may uh, wind the clock down and call timeout. That's our first timeout of the second half, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with the score. Palmer 44, Alma 20, 509 remains here on Classic Hits. Hastings College offers many great things. Tons of scholarships, more than 60 majors, and people who will help you succeed. And Hastings is a great college town. You've got to check it out. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week. Covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska. Whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine South Central Avenue, Carney. Well, what do you draw up here if you're Alma? This is not the place where much will work. You throw a bomb, try some trick play, even that end around that they've been working her backside screen. Palmer has to be aware of that. It is third down and about to 26. And back to pass, Conant rolls right. He's just going to throw it as far as he can into double coverage, and it is going to be intercepted back at the 25-yard line and up the field, 30. 35, it's Wolf. Down to the 30 and cuts across. He might take this all the way to the house. Michael Wolf inside the 10, the 5, and he is into the end zone. Touchdown. Pick 6, 55 yards for Michael Wolf to put the final nail in this victory for Palmer. That is the first turnover of the game but you can't blame Alma they had to try something and a 55 yard pick six for Michael Wolf our five points bank touchdown with 449 remaining here in the fourth quarter and Palmer will line up to go for the two point conversion after missing the first two they have converted on every other one and Caden Reimer is out of the pistol will take it He will hand it on an end around to Wickman, and Wickman got caught at the one and didn't get in there. Good tackle by Caleb Kindler. Alma still battling out there, and the two-point conversion no good. But with 4.49 to go in the game, 22 straight for Palmer. The Tigers 50, Alma 20. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, 
see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And we're ready for the kickoff here as we play out the string now. And at this level of football, it's not like you can uh, put a lot of different kids in there. 449 remains, 50-20 to 20 in favor of Palmer. And Alma was kind of hoping to wear down Palmer. It looks like the opposite has happened as the kick will sail into the end zone as Beeler and Conert watch it go over their head. When we're done, the New West Post Game Show, our high school state playoff action, is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent, and to everyone that's listening tonight. We sure appreciate you being with us. Our Sarah Care moment of the game coming up. And we, again, uh, sounds like a good initial report on Jackson McKenzie, who was carted off on the first play of the fourth quarter, where he got a helmet-to-helmet hit that knocked him out. First and 10 at the 15 now. Handoff. Kindler starts up the middle. Breaks outside. And a good open field tackle here at the 18-yard line. We'll make sure that he doesn't get down the field very far by Chandler Duncheski. A gain of three. I'll tell you what, though. If Alma can continue to develop, they've got enough kids. They're a fairly young team. Chase Conert, Parker Janicek, Eric Kavorik, Gunnar Prickett, Wyatt Gibson are the seniors. And maybe Prickett and Gibson will be the toughest ones to replace. Uh, They've shown some of these younger kids have some speed, and they'll have to find a quarterback. Second down and seven. They'll hand it off to the fullback for a gain of two to the 20-yard line. And uh, Hunter Reimers makes the tackle of Tyson McCurdy, who carries it for the first time tonight. And maybe everybody's going to get a look here in this fourth quarter of play. McCurdy, right have carried it. Kindler got a couple early. Now he had to come in once uh, McKenzie got hurt. I had McKenzie 29 carries, 173 yards. It is third down and five at their own 20. Conert, pitch play left side, Kindler. Kindler finds a little bit of a crease and then is smoked over there on the outside. He still stays on his feet, though. He was hit so hard that it spun him around. He picked up only a couple But, man, that looked like it was Dominic Donahue that just lowered the boom on him. As they clear the pile, that's who it was. Big stick, a gain of two, though, even after getting hammered there by Kindler. 84 yards for Caleb. And in the fourth quarter, he's got six carries for 23 yards. And Alma looks like they're going to run the clock down maybe and use another timeout under three minutes to go as they are still in the huddle. They walk up to the line, and uh, Coach Frex, I think, is going to call timeout. They're lining up to punt. They're not going to get this punt off before the delay of game. And there is the delay of game. Thought maybe they'd call the timeout instead. They'll have the delay of game penalty and get ready to punt it away. We have not had a punt here in the second half. Alma had three in the first half, two in the first half. 
for Palmer. Let's take a look at the scoreboard again with the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up. In D2, Bruning Davenport Shickley beat Randolph 70-30. Humphrey St. Francis leads Wynott 48-36 in the fourth. Bloomfield beat Lawrence Nelson 50-20. They will host Fall City Sacred Heart, who knocked off the top seed in the East Osceola 34-28. Mullen and Sandhill Stedford are at the half. That score is 20-20. Ansley Litchfield will play the winner of that 65-20 over Loomis. And a fake on the punt. Conert will take off and didn't get a whole lot, maybe a yard, as he sprinted towards the left sideline, made it to about the 19-yard line, and back over on downs to the Palmer Tigers. 2.14 to go. And as we said, Palmer's got 16 kids suited, and it looks like Coach Glaus is going to bring a couple of them out there. Garrett Jensen, Mason Weller, a couple of the freshmen. They list about 100 pounds, and that's with everything on them. So let's see what they do. It looks like Weller is the new quarterback. He'll take the snap, hand it straight up the middle, and make it to the 15-yard line. Carrying the football that time was Roy Guzman, number eight for Palmer. And Guzman will get a three-yarder. Most of the guys on the sideline were freshmen here. They'll give it to Guzman again. Up the middle, he'll get to the 13 and Conert and Kindler. Kindler will wrap him up. Two more. So a gain of five yards on the first two plays. It'll be third down and five, and it keeps the clock running. And Alma will run in. Hunter Dahlgren. Here comes Nathan Hawk. A couple of youngsters there for the defense. And you'll see a couple of the seniors come off, like Wyatt Gibson, who just played his final snap as an Alma Cardinal. 120 to go in the ball game. Coach Klaus telling his youngsters, take your time here. Officials doing a good job as well. Weller takes the snap on third, and they will just hand it up off the middle, a yard, maybe two to the 11-yard line, and it will keep the clock running, just keeping it in the hands there of Guzman, I believe it was again. Also in there is Armando, and I wrote his name down so I'd say it right, Vubukaba, and it is fourth down. About uh, two yards to go, two and a half yards to go. Just enough time left with 45 seconds that uh, Palmer has to run a play. Weller will take it, just going to keep it himself off the right side. Looks like he's going to follow his youngsters. Enough for a first down. They'll get it to the five, and now Palmer will be able to just kneel on the football. First, though, looks like a timeout to run a couple of more kids, and here comes Kyle Johnson for Alma. Also coming in, Pike Osborne and uh, Gage... Stanseski. So Stasinski comes in as well. And now all Palmer has to do is kneel on it. They will line up in victory formation for the final play of this D1 second round matchup. And the Palmer Tigers are on to the state quarterfinals with a perfect 10-0 record. And I'll tell you what, Alma didn't lose to a bad football team all year. They lost to undefeated Palmer. They lost to undefeated Elm Creek and they lost by one point to Medicine Valley with five turnovers in that football game when some of those injuries started to pile up, and they will end their season at 7-3 and three after a great win at Hemingford last week. But it's all over here at Alma. The final score, the Palmer Tigers 70 and the Alma Cardinals 20. We will be back with the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, and we'll have a lot of the second half of the Elm Creek Medicine Valley game coming up, so keep it here on Classic Hits. 
Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. And welcome back to Alma. Big thank you to Coach and Athletic Director Isaac Frexen, Galen Kronhoffmer, and all the folks here as the season comes to an end for the Alma Cardinals. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care. Schedule your appointment today. 50-20, to 20, the final score in favor of uh, Palmer. And, of course, we have our thoughts with uh, running back, defensive back Jackson McKenzie, uh, who gets the job done all night long but then was injured on the first offensive play of the fourth quarter. And uh, hopefully all well. We had good signs and good uh, indication from him that he was able to get some uh, things done there with his hands and had some movement after being uh, knocked unconscious on that play. Uh, Other scores... Uh, I know you want to uh, get home and watch the World Series. It's currently airing on ESPN 1550. If you can uh, pick that up out of Hastings right now, top of the fifth, Cubs four, Indians one. Trying to be Cubs trying to be the first team in the World Series to rally from a 3-1 deficit since the '85 Royals. Let's run down our Class D scoreboard for you, and then we will uh, get you a look at the final stats. Let's start here in D1. Palmer wins it. They will host. The winner of this game, West Holt 13, Chambers-Wheeler Central 12 at the half. At the half, just getting underway in the third quarter, Elm Creek 20, Medicine Valley 12. The winner will play Burwell. Burwell kicks a field goal with one second remaining to beat Perkins County 33-30. to And if Elm Creek wins, well, it doesn't matter. Burwell will be on the road at either Elm Creek or Medicine Valley on Tuesday night. Also in Class D1, we go to the East Bracket. It's Guardian Angels 53, Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family 18 in the third. Also in the third, Hartland 62, East Butler 28. Creighton defeated Tri-County this afternoon 76-33. And Lord Central Catholic has rallied to take a 42-36 lead over Howells Dodge in the fourth quarter. In D2, it was Twin Loop taking care of Garden County. 59-6, 59-6, they will host Blue Hill, a 41-14 winner over O'Neill St. Mary's. That game Tuesday will have for you on the breeze. Ansley Litchfield defeated Loomis tonight 65-20, and they will take on the winner of Mullen, Sandhill, Stedford. Ansley Litchfield will be on the road no matter what. Mullen and Sandhill, Stedford are tied at 20. In the east part of the bracket in D2, a dandy here. Fall City Sacred Heart rallies to beat Osceola, the top seed, 34-28. They'll travel to Bloomfield, who beat Lawrence Nelson, 50-20. Brooding Davenport Shickley beat Randolph, 70-30. And they will take on the winner of this game. Humphrey St. Francis leads Why Not, 48-36 in the fourth. Again, the final score, Palmer 50-20 to 20 
over Alma. We will take a look at the final stats on the new West Post Game Show right after this. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine South Central Avenue, Carney. Banner Capital Bank has been serving the Southern Valley area for over 125 years and is very proud to support the local athletes and coaches in and out of the game tonight. See Banner Capital Bank for all your financial needs. We invite you to look at all our products and services and give us the opportunity to show you what we can do to assist you in your banking needs. From personal to business, we are the bank you can trust. Best of luck to the Alma Cardinals from everyone at Banner Capital Bank in Alma member FDIC. And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our Usera Care Moment of the Game is brought to you by Usera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond, call call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Back and forth we went the entire football game, but you have to give credit tonight to uh, Alma. That seven-minute drive after Palmer opened up with a one-minute and 25-second drive to start the third quarter. Palmer answered, or uh, Alma answered, then Palmer answered, then the injury uh, came, and that kind of was the moment that took the air out of the uh, Alma balloon here. And again, the best for Jackson McKenzie. Glad to have you along with us, Aru Sarah Care moment of the game. Here's the numbers that I had tonight. First off, we'll go with uh, Alma and for Jackson McKenzie. 29 carries, 173 yards, one touchdown. Eric Kavorik, five carries, 13 yards. Tyson McCurdy had a carry for two yards. Cooper Wright had a carry for three yards. Caleb Kindler uh, had eight carries for 84 yards. And Chase Conert had 15 carries for 44 yards. And there was uh, that one team fumble, so that actually means six, 60, 60 rushing attempts tonight for 309 yards for Alma. Through the air for Chase Conard, he was 5 of 11, no interceptions and a touchdown in the first half. In the second half, I had him 1 out of 3 with an interception and a touchdown for 9 yards. So for the game, 6 out of 14 one interception, two touchdown passes, 50 yards through the air, 359, 309 on the ground, 359 total for Alma. That's 20 first downs, three punts in the ball game for an average of 33. The only turnover was the desperation one there on the next to last play, a pick six, and eight penalties for 61 yards today going against Alma. We'll come back and look at the final numbers for Palmer right after this. Harlan County Health Systems and Heartland Family Medicine in Alma would like to invite everyone to the Hospital Foundation Fundraiser. Saturday night, November 7th, starting at 6 p.m. Come tailgate at the Alma Country Club, cheer on the Huskers, and be a part of a silent auction. Enjoy games, heavy appetizers, adults only. Tickets are available at the door. For more information, go to the Harlan County Health System Facebook page. Harlan County Health System and Heartland Family Medicine in Alma. Your county, your health care. Close to home. Since 1928, Tribe Motors is a family-owned Chevrolet dealership in Alma. They have been committed to delivering customers prompt, friendly, and competent service. 
offering special deals and offers for all Chevrolet drivers. We invite you to take a look at our 2017 Chevy Silverados. We work hard to keep our overhead costs low so we can pass great savings on to our customers. Visit our dealership and take a look at our huge inventory. And if we don't have what you're looking for, we will find it for you. Best of luck, Cardinals. From everyone at Tribe Motors, Alma. And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show here on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Elm Creek and Medicine Valley in a tussle. We'll join that as soon as we're done here. The final numbers for Palmer, Hunter Reimers, 14 carries, 119 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, then you had Spencer Wickman, 11 carries, 68 yards and a touchdown. Quarterback Caden Reimers, 13 carries, 107 yards and three touchdowns. A little mop-up duty, Roy Guzman, three carries, eight yards. Mason Weller, one carry for four yards. 42 rushing attempts, 306 yards for Palmer through the air. Reimers was four of nine in the first half, no interceptions, no touchdowns for 33 yards. In the second half, three of three, no interceptions, no touchdowns, 28 yards. So for the game, uh, the passing quarterback uh, probably had his lowest output of the year for Caden Reimers. He was seven out of 12 for no picks, no touchdowns, 61 yards through the air, 306 on the ground, 367. The number's almost identical in rushing, passing, and total. The only difference was a lot less snaps for Palmer. They had 21 first downs, two punts for 29.5 yards, three penalties for 15 yards, none in the second half, and no turnovers for Palmer. Time now for our scoring wrap, brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau agents. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. After both teams had trouble moving the ball on their first couple of possessions, we had two big runs to get us on the board. A 46-yard run from Hunter Reimers with 5:01 to go in the first quarter made it 6 to nothing. No conversion, and less than a minute later, Jackson McKenzie's 37-yard run made it 6-6. Again, no conversion with 4.18 to go in the first quarter. A 50-yard drive was capped on a 6-yard run by Spencer Wickman, and that made it 12-6 with 10 seconds to go in the first quarter. A theme here was that on all of their first-half touchdowns, Palmer had to convert a fourth down on the drive to keep the drive going. In the second quarter, again, both teams had trouble getting into the end zone until with 2.27 to go, after converting another fourth down, it was a quarterback, Caden Reimers, rumbling 42 yards around the right end. Then a two-point conversion run by Wolf made it 20-6. to And with 14 seconds to go, a 75-yard drive was capped off on a 10-yard pass from Chase Conard into the hands of Jackson McKenzie. The run was no good, and at the half, it was Palmer leading 20-12. to and everybody scored on all their possessions in the third quarter of play. A 15-yard run from uh, Caden Reimers, 10.35 to go in the third quarter. He hit Wolf on the two-point pass to cap a 61-yard drive, made it 28-12. to A seven-minute, two-second, 17-play, 65-yard drive Next came from Alma, and they had 16 runs, and then finally a touchdown pass, their only pass attempt on that drive from Conert into the hands of Cooper Wright. The nine-yarder made it 28-20 to after McKenzie ran in the two-point conversion with 3.33 to go in the third. But right back comes Palmer. Uh, Caden Reimers takes it in from one yard out to cap the 58-yard drive, then hits uh, Wickman on the two-point conversion pass, 104 to go in the third. It's 36-20 to at the end of the third quarter in favor of Palmer, and then that's when the injury occurred to uh, Jackson McKenzie, and Alma wasn't really able to do anything after that. 
It was a six-yard run from Hunter Reimers with 9.17 to go in the fourth quarter to cap a 61-yard drive. He also took in the two-point conversion to make it 44-20. And then a 55-yard interception return by Michael Wolf with 4.49 to go. The two-point run was no good. And that ends up bringing us to the final score of Palmer 50 and Alma 20. Our scoring recap. Brought to you by our friends at Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. And we will wrap it up after this final timeout. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. State football playoff action brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life. And Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Our next football on Classic Hits is Friday night from Omaha as Kearney High takes on Omaha North. Pre-game at 6.30, kickoff at 7. Kearney Catholic will be at Wahoo, 6 o'clock kickoff on ESPN 1460. Volleyball tomorrow night here on Classic Hits. One school goes to state for the first time ever. Elwood and Red Cloud, 7 o'clock at Kearney High. And Saturday afternoon, Kearney Catholic and Arlington at Seward here on Classic Hits. Again, the final score, Palmer 50 and Alma 20. This has been the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer engineer back at the studios, uh, Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks for listening. Coming up next, Elm Creek, Medicine Valley, here on Classic Hits. Spinning down for an extra yard or two, and he avoids the big hit. So that's a nice job by Walker of picking up those yards following that offensive line. He's got 24 carries on the night. This will not be his 25th because he comes out of the game at the moment. They'll have a couple of uh, running backs. Thornabar is still the uh, eye back here, uh, the fullback rather. And Gilming, they fake the pitch. He's going to keep it, bounce to the outside, have enough for the first down. He'll take it from about the 20 to about the 27. That's a gain of about eight, about seven and a half. And I think there might be a play where you see the design of what Elm Creek wants to do and the respect they're giving Brock Miner and LaShawn Thornabar because, again, they fake the pitch with Miner coming back at that eye back spot. And they know he's such a good athlete that they still have to respect it. So.